Today's podcast is sponsored by First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd to the 28th. Go to factphilly.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Monday, June 10th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Former Boston Red Sox letter... David Ortiz is hospitalized following surgery for a gunshot wound after being ambushed by a man in a bar in his native Dominican authorities said. Dominican National Police Director said Ortiz was at the Digital Bar and Lounge in Santo Domingo around 8.50 p.m. Sunday evening when a gunman approached from behind and shot him at close range. Ortiz was taken to the Abel Gonzalez Clinic where he underwent surgery and his condition was stable. Ortiz's father, Leo, speaking to reporters outside the clinic said that his son was out of danger and there wasn't any collateral damage, meaning no damage to major organs. He said that he had no idea why someone would have shot his son. The Boston Red Sox, in a statement early Monday, said they have been notified by the Ortiz family that he sustained a gunshot wound to his lower back abdominal region and that he is recovering after surgery. The Red Sox said they offered the Ortiz family all available resources to aid in his recovery and they will continue to keep them in their hearts. The alleged gunman was captured and beaten by a crowd of people at the bar. Police are waiting until the man undergoes treatment for his injuries before they are questioning him. I hadn't seen this uh, video footage. Uh, Nick just pulled this up right now. He's literally just sitting, doing nothing, and yeah. you see a guy come into the frame and just shoots him right in the back. Super close quarters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, police uh, Investigators are trying to determine whether Ortiz was the intended target. Now, two other people were wounded, including a Dominican TV host who was with Ortiz. They believe that he was wounded by the same bullet. He was shot in the leg, uh, and his injuries are not life-threatening. Police did not identify the third person or detail that person's injuries. Uh, the Digital Bar and Lounge is located in eastern Santo Domingo on Venezuela Avenue, a bustling nightlife district packed with dance clubs and pricey bars that Ortiz is known to frequent. Ortiz, who lives there at least part of the year is often seen uh, they said getting his car wash and hanging out with friends including other baseball players, artists and entertainers. The 43 year old hit 541 homers in 20 major league seasons including 14 with the Red Sox. He helped lead Boston to three World Series titles and retired after the 2016 season. He was a 10 time All-Star and World Series MVP in 2013. Nick, does he have a career like that if he's uh, if uh, the AL doesn't have a um uh, designated hitter? I don't know, probably not. But I mean, he's you know one of the most popular athletes in Boston's sure. history, and uh, a worldly known good guy. And you know, this is just it's terrifying that anybody could come up in the streets like this and and um, try to assassinate. I mean, that's essentially what it was—an assassination attempt. Well, they were so close that the bullet went through him and hit and the other guy. And yeah. hit the other guy. Yeah, not a lot of good things coming out of the Dominican Republic right now. Yeah, right. There's like, tons of stories uh, and and more. I was there was an update on that. You know, the, the woman, resort. The resort, yeah, and yeah, it's just so much going on. So, um, but hopefully, they're, they're saying that he's in stable condition. Alec so. Kenwood's looking pretty good about yeah, now, seriously. isn't it? <laughs> well, I have a, a, a sponsorship for traffic that says you can stay right in Valley Forge Casino exactly. has the same sun as anywhere else. <laughs> At least one person is dead after a construction crane collapsed in Dallas during a severe thunderstorm. According to Dallas Fire Rescue, six people were injured, two were in critical condition, three people were seriously injured, and one person suffered a minor injury. Dallas Fire Rescue spokesman Jason Evans told the Dallas Morning News that the crane fell into a downtown apartment building Sunday afternoon as strong winds, heavy rain, and hail battered parts of North Texas. There have been about three or four of these high-rise cranes coming yeah. down. Stories, right? Yeah, there's been a couple. Um, yeah. Maybe they should uh, secure those things a little better. Yeah, or I can't, I mean, 
I guess it's not easy to get them up and down, but when you have a strong, a severe thunderstorm yeah. coming through, maybe not leave them. Um, crews were searching the Ellen, uh, the Allen City Lights building when they found a body of a woman after the crane collapsed uh, and ripped a large gash into the side of the five-story structure. The fire rescue said that they are still searching for missing people. The cause behind the fall of the crane is unknown, but strong winds could have played a role in the collapse. At Dallas Love Field Airport, um, a hangar door and part of a roof at the Southwest Airlines maintenance facility was damaged by the strong winds. A brush fire that began in Waterford Township, New Jersey, grew to 500 acres on Sunday. Officials from the New Jersey Forest Fire Service reported the fire was 50% contained late Sunday night. About 60 firefighters were on the ground fighting the Jack Swamp fire throughout the night. Officials expect the average of the blaze to grow, but also expect the containment percentage to grow as well. So residents across Burlington and Camden counties reported smoke in the area and could see an orange glow above the tree line. Officials say no evacuations are needed at the time and a northeastern wind was helping keep the flames away from the residents. Hopefully some rain coming in today. Yeah, that would certainly help. Yeah. A portion of Route 206 near True Road was closed. Crews are hoping to have it reopened this morning. They're still investigating the origin and the cause. In sports this morning... Tied the game for Cincinnati with a two-out single in the seventh inning, and Eugenio Suarez followed with the go-ahead hit as the Reds rallied to beat the Phillies 4-3 and avoid a three-game sweep. Aaron Nola gave up four hits over six and two-third innings and took the loss. The homestand continues tonight as the Arizona Diamondbacks come to town for a three-game series. Taylor Clark will get the start for Arizona while Jared Eikhoff goes for the Phillies game time set for 7.05. In the Stanley Cup Finals, the Boston Bruins beat the Blues 5-1 last night in Game 6 in St. Louis. Tukarask made 28 saves. Brad Marchand had a goal and an assist, and the Bruins scored four times in the third period to even the finals at three games apiece. Game 7 is Wednesday night back in Boston. The NBA Finals continue tonight as the Toronto Raptors will look to win their first title in franchise history and the first in the history of Canada. The Raptors hold a three-game-to-one lead over the Golden State Warriors. Tip-off for Game 5 is set for 9 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kath. <clears throat> Excuse me. There we go. Get the coffee down, press. It's a Monday morning, and we are happy to have you on board. Hopefully, everybody had a wonderful weekend. I mean, the weather was fantastic. So nice. It was... It was... Just beautiful, uh, just serene, quintessentially perfect spring weekend. Agreed, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so hopefully you took advantage of that. We have a couple of things to do before moving forward this morning, and number one should be our last time we get to do that oh, this year. Oh my year. god, coolest That's teacher right. of the year. Yeah, we chose I totally forgot one final school, and uh, we are going to wrap this up. And we were uh, we had chosen Saint Basil's Academy in Jacobtown, PA. JTP. Jenkintown Posse, man. Uh, and we got lots of votes, and we are ready to reveal who is walking away with the prize in our last one for the year. Uh, the gang at St. Basil's Academy said that the coolest teacher of the year was Janet Iafrate. I'm assuming that's how you say Janet's name. Maybe Iafrate, like Al I-A-F-R-A-T-E, quite possibly. Iafrate? Yeah. All right, uh, Janet. 
Congratulations. We are going to set you up, and you get the coolest teacher of the year coffee mug from the President's Steve Show and a $50 whatacrockmeals.com gift card. We're doing a little bit about her. We found out she has her bachelor's in English at Fordham University, master's in English, and film at the Ooh. University of Newcastle uh, in Northern England. Wow, okay. And she likes to play the mandolin, writing, and she enjoys films. Well, that's very eclectic. That's quite a bit there. Yeah. So, Janet, congratulations to you. Let's hear from you. If you have a moment this morning, go ahead and give us Cal a call. I don't know if St. Basil is still uh, in session or not. They could be done for all we know, and she could be in a world of slumber. At it's this very quite moment. possible. Yeah. Why yeah. would you wake up? Yeah. You know what? By the way, I would like to go ahead and congratulate the class of 2019 from Souderton High School. My son graduates wow. yeah. from high school today. Holy yeah, this is, this is it. I know. I know. Wow. It's pretty amazing. So the uh, graduation ceremonies are this evening. I'm assuming we'll be inside. We'll find out a little bit later on. But uh, yeah, was, it's a pretty big deal. And we've got a lot of family members in from out of town. So it's a big to-do at the... Uh, at the yeah. uh, Elliot household. It is. Uh, I was thinking about your son, and I have every confidence that uh, in, in about ten years, maybe less, five years, he'll create some sort of app or video game that'll maybe make a couple billion dollars. Wouldn't that be yeah, nice? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm crazy. Banking on that. Yeah. When he was born, man, <laughs> yeah. he knows his stuff. Yeah. So, hey, was it supposed to be outside, and then they'll move inside? Yeah. Or? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So they'll the, and and unfortunately, so we it's uh, per student. You only get four tickets to be in the actual gymnasium. Oh, if stinks. They call it, and so our other family members are going to have to go hang out in the in the, the cafeteria. Tough. Oh, no. But they, they they've got video monitors and everything. And they'll be able to see it also. But uh, and anyhow. great food and great food. You know? <laughs> so uh, anyhow, we uh, we congratulate everybody who happens to be going through that today. Hey, I would like to give away. We have a movie screening. Uh, it is tomorrow night's new Men in Black film. And we are going to have this screening at the UA King of Prussia seven thirty. You'll need to be there by seven. Let's take a dozen callers. And we'll put you on that list. 215-263-WMMR. We'll get our interns to work overtime right now and sign up 12 people and put you on our list for the movie. We have another screening coming up very soon. That's why I want to move these very quickly. We have some other things to give away. we got some um, uh, fresh cases of beer to give away this week. We have more of the Franklin Institute comic book gurus podcast. Steve, you're going to be hosting that. That's on Thursday. Looking forward to it. So that is coming up, and uh, we'll give you, a chance, give you a chance to win those things. And I'll take a look amongst the stack of things, too. New Word of the Week prize this week. Uh, we have a... It's a, uh, an air hockey table, Steve. Oh, ho, ho! I love air hockey. I, I adore air hockey. It's an omni-air-powered hockey table from Royal <gasps> Billiard and Recreation. I want, so, I want I know, one. I know, I know. I used to play air hockey. All the time when I was a kid. It, that's one of my favorite games. I love the, uh, I don't even know what you call it, the one where you, you slide the, the disc down. It's it's like shuffleboard. Yeah. You know, that one's pretty cool, whatever that is. And, that is and shuffleboard. Yep. It's just called shuffleboard? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. My next door neighbor had an air hockey table and actually a billiards table that they got from like an old like VFW hall. So they were like legit, um, you know, tables. And he also had a ping pong table. And I couldn't beat him at any of them. Oh, it doesn't ter- matter. I got my ass handed to me all the time. Yes. By him, yes. Of course. Well, he owned it. I mean, you know. He, we also have longer arms, man. No fair. Man. I, call, I call no fair, man. Look at those arms on you. No man. fair. I call it, man. <laughs> all right. So anyhow, you can get an air hockey table and practice all you want, and maybe you'll be Casey Wontay. Beat your neighbors. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Come back in a second. We'll get into the entertainment report, a stupid question with some more giveaways. So stay with us as we meander through this Monday morning together. We'll be right back. 
get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so to give away this morning for Super Question, we have a pair of tickets to the Mopar Express Lane NHRA Nationals, which is September 12th through the 15th at Maple Grove Raceway. So wow. National Hot Rod Association. All right, we're going to give away the tickets to the correct answer to this. Name the note represented by the lowest space on the base clef. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know that answer, Okay. Name the note represented by the lowest space on the bass clef, 215-263-WMMR. I'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Today is Monday, June 10th. It's Kate Upton's birthday today. Yeah, two yes, of those. Yes, absolutely. She's got two of those. Yeah. Sports Illustrated model. She's been on the cover how many times? I don't know. A couple times. Yeah. And who'd she just marry? Justin Verlander. There we go. Who's he? Uh, pitcher. Uh, was on the um, something. Now he's on the Tigers. Okay. Or was on the Tigers. Now he's someplace. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Doesn't well, matter. Yeah, he got Katie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All we know is that his hands are super sore just about what now. What a fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kate Upton. You don't even know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Upton. I don't. I know. <laughs> he's on the world. Astros now. All right. He. Uh, she. Oh, you just knew that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> she is 27 years old today. Jimmy Chamberlain, drummer of the Smashing Pumpkins, uh, turns 55 today. He had a uh, he had a bit of a substance abuse issue, and uh, I think he got it under control. And he was, uh, you know, for a while there, um, uh, Billy Corgan didn't want to have anything to do with him. Yeah, he felt it was, you know, yeah. a, a toxic uh, yeah. aspect of the band. But it now they're uh, old buddy buddy. Yep, yep, exactly. So 55 today. Uh, and in fact, we're going to have a chance for you to win some tickets if you sign up for the, I believe, for Presidency Blood Drive, which is this weekend. Oh, yes, we'll it be, is. We'll be giving some of those out. I'll give you some of the details on that event coming up in a little while. Lily Sobieski, the actress. Always is, liked her. Yeah, she's 36 today. She kind of fizzled. There was fizzling. Uh, she was in uh, Deep Impact. One, that's of my two, uh, Meteor's Gonna Hit the Earth movies. That's my favorite. Okay. And uh, was she in um, Eyes Wide Shut? She was. Yeah. Yep, yep. She played the daughter of the costume store owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she was also in Never Been Kissed. Kind of a bigger role for her in that one. Uh, she's 36 today. Elizabeth Hurley, Hurley. is uh, 54. I just have to say, she's yeah. got lower jaw talking. Yes, you're right. She does. Yes. Uh, the Austin Powers movies. Absolutely. Uh, bedazzled. She looks sensational, though. Yeah, she does. Former, uh, formerly uh, with Hugh Grant, they were a couple for a little while. They were a couple when she had the uh, when he had the uh, hooker encounter. That is correct. Yeah. So she's 54 years old today. Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, Janine Triplehorn. Yeah. Yeah. She's been in a few things. She was basic in Basic Instinct. She was the wife. Not the mistress that was no. more close. Yeah. She was in Waterworld. Uh, that's right. Yep. Forgot about that. And Big firm. Love. And The Firm. She was uh, Tom Cruise's wife in that. And yeah, Big Love. Exactly. She was the uh, the oldest wife in the in Big Love. Okay. She was also with uh, Ben Stiller for years. Oh, no kidding. They were an item. Did not know that. She's 56. Uh, a very sexy woman who sat in this very studio, Gina Gershon. Yes. That's her birthday today. Sultry. Yeah, very sultry. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, she was in movies like Bound and Showgirls and a few things here and there. She's 57. And then the last birthday, a somewhat buddy of the show, Mr. Bill Burr, ah. turns 51 years old today. I was just watching Bill Burr over the weekend. I forget what special it was, but he was addressing... In a, in a classic way, only he could get away with topics like this about, you know, they say that being a mom is the hardest job in the world, and his bit was about that. Uh-huh. And every, you know, he, the way he does it, he can get away with that stuff is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the show yet, but I saw previews for it. Uh, there's a new show called Chef, um, based on the movie by uh, Chef uh, with John Favreau. And... I got something coming up in okay, that yeah. minute, but yeah. Bill Burr's in that, oh. and he uh, asks Favreau at one point, uh, do we curse on this show? And then he just <laughs> drops an F-bomb, and, and Favreau's like, what are we doing now, Bill? Nice. Uh, happy 51st, Bill, and anybody celebrating a birthday today, if you're 51 or not. Happy birthday to you. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, what note is represented by the lowest space on the bass clef? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Jimmy, see if we can get the answer. Hey, Jimmy, good morning. Um, my name's Timmy. Is that maybe who you want? It probably is you, Timmy. Yeah, Timmy. <laughs> so do me a favor. Hey, Tell yeah, you, you just solo for a while. Go ahead. I'm guessing E. No, that's incorrect. Oh, Timmy, Jimmy got it wrong. Bad guess, Timmy. Bad guess. <laughs> Let me go next to Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Name the note represented by the lowest space on the bass clef. Hey. 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 He's right. I'm playing it. Hey, hey yo. Uh, Steven got it right. <laughs> it was A.O. A.O. And, uh... <laughs> A.O. Uh, we are going to set you up, Steven, with a pair of tickets to the Mopar Express Lane NHRA National September 12th through the 15th. That'll be at Mo- Maple Grove Raceway. Uh, grand prize winner, uh, get an... What? <laughs> grand prize winner, get a what? Uh, I'm going to read it. Right. Yeah. Grand prize winner, get and one guest will be special access to the sponsor viewing area. Cargo room. Cargo the, fast. The Nitro Burnout Zone. Visit maplegroveraceway.com for right. tickets and information. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have the time to read every single thing before we go live on the air. So occasionally... I do what we what we call a cold read. In you the have business. to. All right, yes. I'm going to fix this for you, Preston. All but right. do the same thing. Uh, but eliminate the first get, and I think that's that's the uh, thing that's going to make. All right, so uh, grand prize winner and one guest will get special access. Boom. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, nailed it. I will fix that for you. Thank you. Because right, I don't so read it either. Let me go through <laughs> the box office scores over the weekend. Number one was The Secret Life of Pets. Not a huge take at $47 million and No. Change. Not for summer. Well, it's not technically summer, but we're in the summer movie season. It was enough to get number one. And really disappointing was Dark Phoenix with only 33 million dollars taken in so that's a that's a bit of a bomb the reviews were horrible yeah and they there was not they didn't put a massive push into it once they got um advanced word that it wasn't going to do well right uh aladdin was third followed by godzilla rocket man ma was six and then you had uh, john wick chapter three avengers endgame pokemon detective pikachu and Booksmart to wrap up the top ten. So Rocketman and Godzilla uh, had sort of uh, precipitous slides at the yeah, box office. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of interesting. Maybe everybody just blew their wad on Endgame, and uh, they've been kind of... It's possible, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Hey, uh, speaking of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Chris Pratt 
Star-Lord and Catherine Schwarzenegger are happily married. They, yeah, she was really happy. That's she could her tell. vows. Uh, the pair tied the knot in Montecito, California Ooh. on Saturday in front of close family and friends. They started, uh, they started dating in the summer of 2018, so you know it's a pretty quick turnaround. Uh, source tells People Magazine the venue is beautiful, lots of flowers and greenery everywhere. She's a, a lovely girl. It's a very romantic setting for a wedding. Uh, guests included Chris's son, Jack, who is six. He shares with his ex, Anna Ferris. Catherine's parents, Maria Shriver and Arnold. <laughs> Her brothers, uh, Patrick, Christopher, and Christina, and Rob, <laughs> and, and Rob Lowe. <laughs> and uh, his sons, Johnny and Matthew, were there. Uh, Chris and Anna split in July of 2017 after eight years of marriage. And uh, Chris and Catherine began dating, like I said, in the summer of last year. Chris, was, was Anna there? Uh, n- it didn't indicate that. I know that the, the, They're very the, close. the kid was there, but I, I was looking for that as well, Stephen. I didn't see any indicators. That might be a little, a little too much. A little bit much, yeah. So I banged my housekeeper. Nothing's too much. Yeah, that's true if you think about it. So they're married now. Congratulations. All of the mindfulness in the world can't combat McDonald's chicken nuggets and Fortnite. This is according to uh, lifestyle guru Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, well, she knows. Uh, the Goop founder confesses that her 13-year-old son, Moses, like many teenagers, enjoys video games and fast food while hosting a Goop morning in celebration of First International Campaign. She said, we have a Fortnite situation at my house. And, and despite her artisanal custom poke bowls, Moses wants chicken nuggets and french fries and Gatorade. She said it's like war every day. What was she hosting? It was called the A Goop Morning in Celebration of First International Campaign. <laughs> oh, knock it the F off. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be Good Morning and, and Goop is Good. Excuse me? Goop is Good. Good is Oh, goop did I say great. that? A Goop Morning. Yeah, oh. no, no. That's what you said. Oh, is, yeah. Is, yeah. It, is Goop replacing the word good? Like instead of good morning, it's good morning. I really didn't put that much. Nah, I mean, I didn't work too either. hard on trying to figure it out. To be We're honest, trying to block so. it out, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Now, her son's <laughs> habits aren't the only issues that Paltrow is dealing with. It seems between her goop empire, her family, and endless Marvel appearances, even she can't remember what movies she's appeared in. And Nick on the Netflix series John Favreau's uh, The Chef Show. Uh, she admits that she doesn't even remember them making Spider-Man Homecoming together. <laughs> There's an exchange. I don't know if we have the audio sent over or not, but if if we don't, it's no big deal. I have Should. the, I have the uh, exchange. So Paltrow goes, Spider-Man? And he says, yeah, we were in Spider-Man together. Remember? We were in Spider-Man? <laughs> and she goes, we weren't in Spider-Man. He said, yes, we were. You, you were in Spider-Man, he said. She goes, no, I was in Avengers. And she's, uh, they're in the middle of cooking while this is going on. And he goes, no, you were in Spider-Man also. Remember Spider-Man at the end? Tom Holland's there. You're going to walk out and do a press conference. And she goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that was Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Well, it'd be easy to yeah. think it was an Avengers. You had, you had Iron Man and her there. And, you know, well, part and of the not deal. only that, it was the only part of them. It was one yeah. scene that yeah, she was in. steps out of a room. So I could see right. how they might get a little bit. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. muddled together after you've done several of them. So. But you know that shows Favreau has produced has produced all the movies, co-produced. You know, so he knows he certainly knows the uh, yeah. the environment. 
Uh, by the way, she also shared that uh, she and her husband, Be- Brad Falchek, are living apart in bliss. Four what? Night, four nights a week, the pair, who married in September, live together, but the other three, they live and sleep in separate homes. In a new interview with the Sunday Times, she said, uh, oh, all my married friends say that, that the way we live sounds ideal and we shouldn't change a thing. Mm. Uh, she also admitted that her ex, Chris Martin, joined them on their honeymoon uh, she said... Uh, That's freaky. Uh, Chris is family, and Brad and he, they're, like, totally friends. Do they all have sex together? I, 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 let's believe that. I'd like to let's believe that. that. Why? Yeah. yeah, I think that's fun. Brad, yeah. are you tired? Chris, come on in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what's the reason behind them uh, not sleeping together or not living together? They didn't expand on it. Not huh. really sure. There's, There's got to be something work-wise, or maybe that's just they, they feel that's healthy for a relationship. He's got to rest to build up his goop. Uh, maybe so. My aunt I'm does. all out of goo. I'm all out of goo. I got it. got me a three, four me a days. Couple days. <laughs> I'm going to eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> Replenish here. <laughs> got to top off my goop tank. Oh, all right. Taraji P. Henson spent her day on Capitol Hill Friday speaking out on the stigma around mental health. Uh, she launched what is called the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation last year in a bid to eradicate the stigma around mental health. Afterwards, she opened up to people about her own family struggles with mental health and discussed why she thinks that people need to be more open about their issues and seek out help as soon as there is an issue. Was this a family member yeah, of hers? Was it her dad, yeah. Okay. So Henson later discussed her motivation for speaking out, telling people the, uh, the suicide rate has taken off. It amazes me that five-year-olds actually contemplate suicide. That's a word that shouldn't even be understood at five years old. On Friday, she urged members of the Black Caucus to join her in speaking out. She also explained the background of her family struggle with mental health. She said, I feel like I've really found my purpose. Uh, she named the organization after her dad, a Vietnam veteran who suffered from both PSTD, uh, PTSD and manic depression. She said it's hard. But he knew it, and he was able to get the help that he needed. Uh, she says that she faced her own struggles after losing her son's father, William Lamar Johnson, to murder in D.C., and then losing her own father in 2005. I didn't know that about no, her. No, I had no idea. Uh, while she sought help, she found it difficult to find a therapist that she could relate to. Uh, she said it was like looking for a purple unicorn with a 24-karat gold horn. I say that jokingly, but it's serious. The reason why we don't have many psychiatrists of color or psychologists of color or therapists of color is because we don't talk about it at home. Uh, these days, she said that she and her fiancé, uh, Kelvin Hayden, sometimes even meet with her therapist together. She said, I want people to know it's okay. I don't know uh, what human is not suffering from some sort of anxiety or depression. So, it's like the, the Kevin Hart line uh, in the, uh, I forget, the movie with The Rock. What is it? Um, Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence, where he says, we don't go to therapists, we go to the barbershop. Yeah, but you're, yeah. you're right. We're, we're black. We don't go yeah, to yeah. therapists, we go to the barbershop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that line. Uh, Tyler Perry has a message for actors, and that is, stop trying to get his attention using giant billboards. Uh, the film mogul and megastar took to social media Wednesday to plead with aspiring actors after New York actress uh, Raquel Bailey bought out two billboards in Georgia to get Perry's attention and captured uh, captured it all in the wrong ways. Uh, using two months' worth of rent, the 32-year-old plastered her face across billboards in Atlanta with a message that said, Attention, Mr. Perry, Raquel Bailey is your next leading lady. So apparently a lot of people have attempted to do this. There's been a few that have yeah. done it, yeah. So the wife and stay-at-home mother of two put up over two grand of the family's housing funds with the aim of capturing Perry's attention and scoring the acting job. Two days after the first billboard went up, a casting agency from his studios, responded to Bailey with an audition opportunity for a TV show pilot. Is it the tone or tenor, or, or would 
is Perry saying get creative? Like if she had said F you, Mr. Perry. No, he's mm-hmm. saying don't waste your money. Don't waste this. your money. He's, he's saying you can go to an audition if right, you want right, to. Right, so uh anyhow, the message said this is not he, he wrote this on Facebook. This is not the way to get my attention. If you're looking for a role in one of my shows, please don't do this. Save your money. This is the third time that someone has done this. Please stop. To audition is free, and I'm sure you can use that money for a better purpose. She showed up at what she thought it was his house. It was his former house, and she was met at the door by this guy with incredible teeth. <laughs> he doesn't live here anymore, sweetheart. He said that he had appreciated the effort, but it was not the way to work for him. He said, I, I, he said, I love that you want to work with me, and I love that you invest in yourself, but... Go to hell. When you do things like this, it puts my team on high alert and makes me look at you sideways, uh, he said. And he added that uh, he had seen Bailey in the popular HBO series The Night Of and was already aware of who she was. She's already There you go. Actor, yes. He's already on the radar. Um, but, uh, anyhow, you know, he's, he's saying, listen, you're, you're a working actor, save your money, Do you think go there's, through the process. Would be any logic to kidnapping Tyler Perry and, uh, forcing him for a demented person? I think so. Yeah. Logical. Yeah. yeah. And it seemed, uh, sure. they tried that in the King of Comedy, as I recall. And it worked out great it for... Was- uh, Rupert, Rupert Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Yeah, so why not? <laughs> hey, when Twitter learned that Bradley Cooper and his girlfriend, Irina Shayk, broke up, the morning period was brief. Almost immediately, memes started popping up predicting the Cooper-Lady Gaga romance. So of that's course. But everybody's, that's what the chit-chat is now. The pair had dated for four years, and they share Leah Desain. They, uh, as a child who's two years old, they had been drifting apart for months before the split became public. A source said, uh, told People Magazine, Arena is not focused on the celebrity part or the fame. She just wants to protect her family. Bradley is very into work and is trying to take advantage of every career opportunity right now. Uh, After his Oscar-winning directorial debut for A Star is Born, uh, Cooper is prepping to direct, co-write, and star in a biopic about the legendary composer uh, Leonard Bernstein. Wow. Yeah. That's Uh, a heavy... uh... Heavy bio to tackle. Yeah, Shayek is keeping busy herself, flying around the world to model. You know what here, though, Preston? If he's going to do Leonard Bernstein, he's going to be in the world of music. If Lady Gaga ends up in this movie as well, yeah. it could put you know, some fuel to the fire there. By the way, uh, she, Shayek, had uh, covered Vogue Japan in, in March. In June, she covered Elle and Vogue Hong Kong. So she's, uh, she's hitting all those covers. Meghan Markle took a break from maternity leave and welcoming Archie Harrison with Prince Harry last month, opting to attend Trooping the Color, an epic annual event for royals. All of the royals were there, including Prince Louis, Kate Middleton, and Prince William's uh, youngest son, of course. Everyone's here is that reason. Who made his debut. After pictures of the event circulated, many fans were confused when they saw Queen Elizabeth, Prince Charles, Duchess Camilla, William, Kate, and their three kids front and center, while Harry and Meghan were relegated to the back. What is this event? What is this? Uh, I don't know. What do they do? It's, it's, they go bowling? Uh, some event, some annual royal event. I'm not really sure, Steve. Uh, uh, but here's the deal. So, um... Royal experts, though, spilled to people that there is a royal pecking order. This is the reason that they were in the back. Oh. That must be observed whether or not the masses want to see Meghan more than anyone else. There's a there's a reason. I assume it. the queen is front and center, yes, correct? Yes, I would believe so. Followed so. by Camilla Parker Bowles. She's second. Yeah. Right. Uh, now, uh, Chrissy Teigen 
is saying I do again to John Legend and keeping their marriage spicy by donning a bath towel instead of a dress. Uh, they decided to renew their nuptials Friday in their backyard after a member of her team showed her how to don the towel like a dress. Oh. So she wore a towel instead of a dress and made it look like a dress. I don't know. I didn't see the picture. She didn't do the talcini thing or whatever that is? Yeah. What was that? We is were that looking what, at the was it the talcini? No, yeah. no. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. We thought that kini has been overused. All right. So the Oh, well, okay. It just looks like she's at a resort and wrapped the towel around. Yeah. This is not news. All right. Well, anyhow. <laughs> Tegan's mom officiated. Oh, well, oh, then that is whoa. news. So they renewed their... Because she hates John Legend. Their val- Does she? No, I don't know. Oh, I just okay. forgot to make it news. Make it spicy. Yeah, Why yeah. not? Uh, okay, this is news. Here you go. Uh, Dennis Quaid. We spoke to him not too long. We did. Dennis Quaid is 65 years old. Yeah, man, which the guy's in phenomenal shape. Yeah. Well, he's dating a 26-year-old University of Texas student right now. Probably how he stays in phenomenal shape. Yeah. Laura Savoy is her name. I I mean, I hope she's a grad student because 26 is kind of old for (laughs) You heard the deal, though. No. She she got confused. She wanted to date Randy Quick. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that is his younger brother. Or is Randy older? I don't know. But I just saw Randy Quaid. He resurfaced on Twitter last night. Yeah, he has a flashing light under his Uh face, and he reads political commentary. Oh, my God. So he's still absolutely certifiably insane. Completely nuts. Like, you can't believe. If you were to shake his head, you would hear a rattle. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, Dennis Quaid is 65. She's 26. If my math is correct, he was 39 years old when she was born. Look at this. Look at we're looking at a picture of them side by side. No, he looks really good. He looks great. He looks good. He's a good looking guy. He's in that realm. But stop and think about. He was thirty nine when she was born. Uh (laughs) But like, all right, he would have been like that's. Yeah, when she was one years old, by by the numbers, he's considered over the hill. 40, right? 40! Yeah, he joke. was over the hill when uh, she was one. One. Yeah. She would be a logical dad's older friend. Uh-huh. She has an ex-boyfriend uh, in Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven? How old is he? I'm sorry? How old is Jeremy Piven? I don't know offhand, he's but... Uh, one, two, three. She like graduated that. as valedictorian from Pepperdine University, so she is in grad school case, and she okay. she used to date Piven. Huh? He could, she could be a grandchild age to him, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the scenario they play out. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa, Gum Gum wants some gum. <laughs> oh my god! Gum Gum want. Were you a good girl? That's horrible. Gum Gum, you're gonna spend some time with Gum Gum. Here's some butterscotch. Why don't you draw a picture and I'll stick it on the fridge? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. It's terrible. But you're an all day sucker. All right. Sophie Turner rose fame as Sansa Stark on HBO's Game of Thrones. Now that the show's over, many are hoping that the 23-year-old will consider a spinoff. She told the Hollywood Reporter, nope, it's time for me to say goodbye. Uh, she's ended up in a place that I'm so happy with. I don't know. It would be different if someone actually came to me and said, hey, we want to do a Sansa spinoff show, but I'm pretty sure that I would say no. Do it as a variety show, though. She said it's been 10 years of watching this character grow, and she's at her peak right now. Sansa After Dark. And I'm sure if she carried on and did a spinoff show, it would just be downhill from there. She'd uh, have to go through some other terrible traumas or something, and I don't want to do that. Isn't the spinoff show a prequel, by the way? That's not going to happen. Yes. With, uh, who is it? Um... Naomi Watts, right? Yeah, I believe she was signed on to be a part of that, yeah. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is loving some good soup, it says here. Now, I don't get what that line means. 
I'm going to finish the rest of the story, and you tell me. I will look for the soup connection in the story as you read it. Unless there's something I've missed. Okay. okay. So she loves her some good soup. Tiffany Haddish is loving some good soup. Okay. Right. And according to the show prep. Uh, last year, IFC ordered a musical sketch comedy show from Late Night with Jimmy Fallon alums Bashir Salahuddin okay. and Diallo Riddle. And the first trailer of the Soul Train-inspired show has arrived. John Le- Legend, Tiffany Haddish, Comet, and Quincy Jones are among those slated to guest star. The show premieres on, on IFC on Wednesday, July 31st. That's it. Did you hear anything about Super? No, but I'm going to assume that one of the people mentioned in that has some sort of connection to soup? I don't know. Soup, 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 We have a this video of her eating soup. I don't understand it completely. I don't, but... We wish her good luck in her endeavors. There was a reason to play the soup song. Okay. That's all there is to it. So she's enjoying some good soup. She enjoys her some good soup. All right. We both love soup. We can talk for hours or not talk. Yeah, or just not talk. Uh, Let's see. For the past three seasons, Morgan Freeman has hosted The Story of God with National Geographic. And I'm getting sick of it. (laughs) Honestly, I go into a room and I read into a microphone. It's boring as crap. At a recent screening deadline report. What I really want is a show based on soup. (laughs) (laughs) Soups of the world. Soup, 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 soup. Uh, he said, my curiosity about God goes way back. Amazing. You look at this, how similar people are around the world. They have belief systems that may be different from each other on some level or other, but they all aspire to goodness and almost every religion promises life ever after. For me, the most promising cultures are the ones that allow you to date your own granddaughter. <laughs> was that the story? Yep. Did it turn out it was his granddaughter no. or was it not? No, no, it's not okay. his Biological granddaughter. I just want to be like Dennis Quaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, each episode focuses on a different theme, and producers say that the actor, the access has been incredible. This uh, week, we're going to discuss stew <laughs> instead of soup, exactly. which is kind of a soup. It's sort of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Younger explains, we have a fairly big team to move around the world, about 15 to 20 people, which is quite large for a documentary team. He said, then we, have a, well, then we have to get access to places to the Vatican, the monasteries in Kathmandu, Notre Dame, uh, collaborating with the top local producers in different countries who can help us secure access through foreign governments. So, which, which of the, these shows, like um, Unsolved Mysteries or so on and so forth, if you could host or be, work on the crew that travels around the world, ooh. which would you like to do? Because there's so many great... I was watching one that went to historical uh, World War II sites. Fascinating, like under, hidden Nazi um, yeah. uh, subterranean uh, bunkers and all that stuff. That would that I, just blow my mind. I never really used to watch the uh, Anthony Bourdain show. Yes, uh, but because there's great food involved, I'd probably pick that one. Oh yeah, man. travel to yeah. exotic locations all over the world and try local cuisine. I think that'd be that'd yeah. be a home run because pretty cool. You get to take in a lot of the culture or uh, Vanderpump Rules. That too. Yeah. All right, one last story. Felicia Rashad was honored with the award in television excellence at the Austin Television Festival on Friday, and she discussed. This is the, great news. With the Hollywood Reporter, the honor her career, uh, honor and her career overall, especially in the wake of Bill Cosby's conviction for sexual assault. Uh, while she declined to discuss Cosby directly, I'm incarcerated, Felicia. 
I'm in jail. I was pointing out to my yeah. my dad and my in laws yesterday as yeah. we drove by. Oh. Uh, Phoenix STI. I'm like, that's where Bill is. Yeah, right there. They go, really? Do you think yeah. he gets radio privileges? And if so, do you think he could that uh, occasionally scan our? Hey, we're, we're not his music. I get. That. Listen, I get. I get. We get letters uh-huh. from prisoners who listen to us. So prisoners, so- if you're there, please try to turn Bill Cosby onto the show. Yeah, that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Give him the five day challenge. Yeah, yeah, five day. Yeah, yeah, I took the five day challenge. <laughs> they did set a few things I wasn't too happy about, but overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah. At the end, did you learn something? I did. <laughs> I learned who the coolest teacher was. <laughs> you're not careful. You, you might, might learn something. That's right. Uh, I learned some great, uh, what's it, what's the Chi-Chi, prison Chi-Chi? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I learned great recipes. Yeah. Uh, While she declined to discuss Cosby directly, she addressed his, uh, it's at the show's absence from television. She said, well, Dreamgirls can't be seen anymore. The Wiz can't be seen anymore. She says of her past Broadway gigs. Uh, She said, most of the work I've done isn't seen anymore, but you keep going. Speaking of creative choices, she said, uh, it's just finding truth in it. How the character thinks, why a person thinks, why, the way they do. She's she's always was very good on the show. Yeah. It is it is weird that it's been expunged from syndication. Be, you know, it's yeah. it's hard to look at the Cosby Show now in the same way you used to during the days of must see TV. Yeah, uh, she said honest interactions make the comedy funnier and make the drama more heartfelt. So she was uh, accepting that award. All right, we're ready for clips. Let's do that now. Gentleman Jack is based on the diaries of Anne Lister, better known as the first modern lesbian. Ooh! Here's Sophie Rundle, who plays Anne's wife, explains why this is an amazing project to be involved with. Here we go. Really genuinely amazing. Like I feel like so many actors are like, I really loved this project and everyone's incredible. But I think Sally Wainwright is just one of the best that we have in the country at the moment. And it's such an amazing story. Like, this is a real story. This is a real woman. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make it apropos. That was a perfect clip. Thank you. Uh, season one finale of Gentleman Jack airs tonight. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was like a... At 8 o'clock, I'm sorry. Like a flashpoint where there was a first lesbian. Modern lesbian. Okay. Yeah, not how first do you, how do you even? How do you even... Determine that. Well, it's the new century. Go looking for lesbians. I do not know. Yeah. Here's the next clip. The Code features U.S. military's best minds as they take on America's toughest challenges inside the courtroom and out. In this clip, Anna Wood details why she likes how her character is portrayed. Here we go. Well, I love that my character is such a strong woman who's like functioning very high up in a world that's typically driven by men and has no qualms about it, doesn't think twice about it. You know, we're all aware of of the gender norms and the and sexism in the workplace, but she just doesn't even consider for a moment and she just walks on past it and does her thing and and I love that. Anyway, uh, the code is on tonight, nine o'clock, and you will find that on CBS. And that's what I have for you in your entertainment report. Hey, looky, what? Somebody's on the phone. Oh, wow! Our last coolest teacher uh, for the year, two thousand nineteen. So let's meet our Casey. How do you think I pronounce her name? I think it's Iafrady. Iafrady. Right, let's find out. This is Janet Iafrady, hey! guys, hey! from St. Basil's yeah. Academy. Hi, Janet. Hi, how are you? Good. Is Casey right? Is it Iafrady? Uh, 
he's really close. It's Iyer Freight. Iyer Freight. All right, in yeah. the ballpark. Well, hey, congratulations, Janet. Thank you. Did you know that you were that your school was in the running for this? I knew that it was in the running. Um, I I didn't imagine uh, that I would receive this honor, but um, wow. I'm I'm so excited. Well, yeah, how, this how, is great. How long have you been at St. Basil's? Well, officially, this is my sixth year, but I was actually at some other schools, like, in between. So, um, I I taught Casey's niece last year. So, At O'Hara? I did. I was, yeah, I was there last year. Um, So, a a shout-out to Haley, I guess. Um, But I was, yeah, so I'm back at St. Basil's. I was there several years ago for five years. Like, I love it. So, did did Casey's niece have sort of, like, superstar status because of the family relationship? You know what? I, I actually didn't even know about it until one day I, I actually um, referenced you guys in class, and she got really excited and said, you know, that's where her uncle wow. is. And, and I, cool. I talked about my um, my uh, love for McDonald's, and I know that Casey also loves McDonald's. So <laughs> I we do. Talking, talking about that, yeah. Which, uh, whose uh, sibling is that, your daughter? That's of? my brother's, my, my older brother, Dave. Dave's daughter. Uh, Dave's daughter. daughter, yes. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, she's great. All right, so you're an English teacher. How do you yeah. how do you get the kids to pay attention to English in this day and age? Um, that's a really good question. I think uh, you just have to make the literature relatable in some in some way. Okay. So and just get really excited about it. I don't know. I just you know I'm just a huge nerd about it. So no, well that's good. If you're if you're yeah. passionate, that will uh, that will make its way down to the students. They'll, well, they'll yeah, sense I, that. I like that. I like that word better, passionate, as opposed, as opposed to I'm a big nerd. What's, yeah. your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite book? Oh, my gosh. What a good question. Um, probably Catch-22 is oh. my favorite book. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, there's the new series with uh, George Clooney. I know. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet, so I'll be I'll be pretty pretty uh, scrutinizing, but I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Awesome. Um, Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, it's a, it's just a, a little uh, little nod to all teachers everywhere, and, and unfortunately, and I'll, I'll say this as we wrap this up for the year and we have Janet on the line, we wish you could celebrate every single teacher by name. They do such great work. Yeah. And, and we chose high schools because we wanted the students to vote. And uh, But this represents, uh, you know, elementary school teachers, middle school teachers, college professors, everybody who is. And, and I, I think especially in high school when you're really about to send them off on their own and you're, you're, the, yeah. you're the, the last, um, it's the last stretch as far as molding young minds. You know yes. what I mean? So, I we want moldy minds. Yeah. We like moldy minds. <laughs> yeah. Did you already ask if she was done already or because? I did not. Janet, when is the school year over? Yeah, so we I'm I'm I have, I'm done seeing the kids, so I already missed them. It's pretty pathetic. Um but it's I've got just got a couple of days left of professional development. Um but yeah, but the kids are all the kids are all gone. Well you sound like a great teacher and it sounds well deserved. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well enjoy your summer. We're gonna give you the uh coolest teacher of the year coffee mug and we'll oh give you God. a fifty dollar whatacrockmeals dot com gift card oh, as well. Thank so. you so much. Thank you for doing this all of throughout the, the summer. This is my or the you know, in June. Yes, yeah, in much. June. Yeah. <laughs> Our pleasure. Thank you, Janet. Yeah. Good luck with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Bye bye. How Janet about that? Case? Yeah, coolest teacher. I love it. So we'll uh, we'll put the uh, the container away that has all the uh, the names of the schools, and we'll we'll break it out again next year, and uh, we'll celebrate once again. So. It's it's a wonderful run, and uh, it's good to talk to these people. It's a cool yeah. thing. Yep. It's yeah. your idea, Preston. I uh, think it's a great idea. But I, I was inspired by the help that we got. Yeah. Uh, you know, for our our kids, and and we needed some assistance along the way, and and uh, I was just blown away about how eager and available. 
uh, our teachers were. So I and look it. Thing. And I hated teachers growing yeah. up, man. I couldn't stand them. <laughs> I did. And today's a graduation day. Yeah, yeah it's my about son's that. graduation. So once again, Southern High School, class of 2019. Congratulations to you guys. The ceremonies are tonight. So we're excited for my son wow. and everybody. All right, let's take a quick break. We will come back in just a moment. Make sure that you stay with us. We need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painter Treasure Ceramics, plus Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins, and Noel Gallagher on August 8th. Or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. From the American Red Cross Penn Jersey Blood Services region. And 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. So this has been an interesting couple of weeks for me on a personal level i am hitting a bunch of milestones in the in in the span of just a couple of weeks so let me just roll out a couple of these for you uh my son my youngest son just got his driver's license last week that's a big deal my oldest son is graduating from high school today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My 20th anniversary is on Wednesday. <laughs> wow. Uh so and <laughs> My dad's birthday was yesterday. He just turned 81. He so, just climbed Everest. Uh, yeah, he just yeah. climbed Everest. What, very proud of me, Dad. Uh, no, but it's just like... That's a lot. Is it? My good? life is flashing before okay, my that, eyes, well, folks. That's what I'm wondering. So it's like all these good things, but really, oh my God. With them, they come the heaviness of yeah. life. Can you remember? Advancing. Right. And, you know. Can you even recollect the first time Rochelle said to you, I'm pregnant? Wow! All the way, like, like, and where your mind was at at that point, and where you are now with a beautiful family and all this going on. Uh, I no, it's all a blur. <laughs> it must be a blur. I, I I remember more the first pregnancy scare we had <laughs> when I was always there, magical. When I wasn't quite ready. <laughs> oh my God, that's great news! To accept the fact, <laughs> to accept the fact that we might someday be parents, and and yeah. it was a no. She was not pregnant, but I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, it was a different story, though. Yes. We were actively trying to have a baby. And then, uh, sure enough, then, then we found out that we were going to have Parker. And he's graduating from high school today, man. Mm. How, how, how do you think you're going to be? How, are you going to tear up? Are you going to scream Probably. and cry? Are you going to fall on the floor? Probably tear up at some point, yes. Uh, and Because, you know, at these, at these graduation ceremonies, there are speeches. Mm-hmm. And if they're done right, they will make you cry. They he's will absolutely make you cry, and he's a great guy. He's a great kid. He's he really kid. is. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So we're very proud of him. Uh, he's he's done way better in high school than his old man ever did. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I'm proud of him in that regard. Yeah, and uh, he, he avoided many temptations that this young man had uh, taken on as well during that age. Is that wild? Yeah, you yeah. know that that's that you like. For example, I 
the the uh, the things that my my parents roll into things that I never you know like uh, swinging no it is, <laughs> just smoking and drinking and never too late. just just general stuff yeah, but I never yeah. I never did yeah, you know yeah no it's not it's, the swinging I made that up but mm-hmm. the uh, um, but here you are and it's that's a person you and your wife built basically I know and there they are they're you know getting up there it 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 was a milestone. You know, it's a milestone for anybody, you know? And every year, uh, thousands of people within the reach of our voice are going through the same things, you know? But I, I never thought it would actually be, you know, me that's now going, wow, yeah, that's happening yeah, to me. Yeah. This is, this is we're going through this right now. And it's all good. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. But it does make you kind of take stock and, and go, all right. Where are we in life? Yes. And, and, uh, and it's almost over. But it's... <laughs> oh, and, I know. Right? Yeah. It's pretty much done. Pretty much done by yeah, now. Uh, pretty much a done deal. No, but it, it's funny because really after today, it's still going to be business as usual. It's not like this is a yeah. magical day where everything changes, you know, I mean, and, and it's incremental, uh, the, the growth. But in your mind, you... It, and that's the thing. You do... This is one of those moments where you have to just... Savor it. You have the whole family, right? Most of the family. Yeah, yeah. We have a good amount of family members, and I think we will. It'll be a bigger deal to us than it is to him. He he is is so even keel, and you know, uh, you say it's hard to to have excitement register, but he just he goes about his business. It's very cool. He's just kind of yeah, yeah, whatever, man. There was a a high school graduation party in our neighborhood yesterday, and and I uh, drove past it and then walked past it later in the day, and I just. um, there were, a, I think, there were a lot around this weekend because there were, kids, yeah, there were kids dressed yeah, for the nines. A ton of I them. Went, yeah. I saw a ton of them. Three of them in my neighborhood this weekend alone. Yeah. Did you, did you guys have a graduation party ever? I think we had Me? like a small dinner. Yeah. I didn't have squat. No, yeah. we did. We oh, had man. like a big. There was like a big bash. <laughs> it was sort of a combination because my parents were having a swingers party. Right. At the same right. Time. So I started to combine them. I just got a piece of cake and, and I got they... gifts, and then they all had <laughs> group pres- sex. All the parents bought keys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we had we had a small backyard thing with some of my friends. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, I think that's how ours lasted. But the, the this party that like they had been doing work at the house all week. They they had literally like small um, uh, heavy equipment there, like getting, wow. getting the house ready and everything like that. that- and, Statue doesn't look like Nick, right? I'm the neighbor. You left off the ponytail. But so we came and went, and uh, uh, and th- then the party was over by like nine o'clock last night, and it just I, I, I was a Sunday party, a Sunday party, and then it was over, and, and like it was it was great. It was cool to see the the celebration. And the kid was graduating from from Randall High School, and that's it. And it's a really impressive accomplishment. But then it's. It's over, and I'm just—I was just sort yeah. of like it seemed anticlimactic at the end uh, of it. The, co- the cops came to mind. Oh <laughs> wow! Why? Shut it down because we were so loud. Oh my God! Was it on a Sunday night or? Uh, nah, it was probably Saturday. Were the, were the parents getting out of hand too, drinking and carrying on and whatnot? Or... Uh, yeah. Were you, yeah. Were you guys drinking? <laughs> No, you know what? My mom, that was one thing my mom said okay. no to. I mean, she knew that we would go out, obviously, and, and have drinks somewhere, but we were, she would never let the high school kids drink at our house. Did you, do you, you remember being um, filled with a sense of joy at the prospect of the future, or was there a part of it that was like, oh man? I remember, like what's you gonna said, though, happen? I remember it being a bigger deal for my parents then like to me it was like okay cool like done high school you know moving on to college but they chest them- bump because not pregnant <laughs> she did it, she did it. <laughs> and it was hard um i i just you know I, I i can't remember what song i was listening to most recently but it really made me feel like 
it, it took me back to that time, that, that really great time between, you know, around like 17, 18, 19 years yeah. old. There was like, it's almost tangible, that, that feeling like you're just, you're free. Do you know what I mean? Like that the world is your oyster. You're like Tommy. And, and yeah, yeah. And it was really, really, um, it was just a fun time. And it could have been more fun, I think. Uh, but, but I had... Just gotten my heart broken when I when that summer right after my senior year of high school started, yeah. and it consumed like most of my summer. And then like the the, the fear of like what college was going to be. I noticed with your hands, you're almost <laughs> doing a shocker. So I'm wondering where that. Uh, it was crazy <laughs> because well, we we've often talked about senior week, uh, and I had a girlfriend ish when I left for senior week, and when I came back from senior week, I didn't have a girlfriend anymore. And I was like. That's that was the total shock to my system. I was like, "Oh man!" And it ruined my summer. Did you find yourself? Did you find yourself more optimistic or more worried uh, about which part of it? All? About, about, when you finally graduated, when I finally gradu- after the party, or like when you're when you're super there. optimistic. Okay, there was one thing I remember about the party though was my cousin who I hadn't seen in a couple of years. He goes, "Man, you got fat." It's like, "Wow, that was uh, cool." <laughs> and <Everybody>? he, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I was like. And then here it is. Uh, how many year, how many years later? I remember that he liked the dip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you asked if if on that day yeah. or at that time whether I had serious considerations of future. Uh, to be honest, I don't think so. I don't think I was really thinking about it right. at that point. I think it was just uh, this part, this big commitment was over with. And I was thinking about you know some of the things I might say. Uh, to my son, and do you have most, something in mind? Yeah. Not really. The most logical thing, or the most um, practical thing, I guess, would be to say is your commitment to the state is over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have you have satisfied the requirements of the state, and now you don't have to do that anymore. Now it's a choice. Now it's a choice for you to continue on education if you want to or not. It's a good idea to do it. From a financial standpoint, we would love if you didn't. <laughs> um, you know what you can If you want, just pull out the graduate, even though he was uh, right. you know, college, you know, yeah. plastics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, exactly I, how do you mean that? I think my wife is going to be the, hopefully, the one that gives the good advice. And and I'll just leave it my, at that. I, well, think, I remember my dad just kind of, uh, you know... Uh, Saying he was proud and and it was it was it yeah. was I knew I, for for God's sake they had given me shelter and a home and all that and and put up with my nonsense and uh, you know it, it was it was all good. Yeah. I, 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 my I mom just said, "Don't don't disappoint me." It was that, <laughs> is that what she said. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, I, I'm going to tell him how proud I am, most definitely because I am. And, and essentially, my words are, "Dude, you did better than I did." Yeah, rock on. I am very very proud of you. And That's from, so cool. And from here on out, I you know I mean let's just let's just take it as it comes. Let's make some plans. Let's try to have a plan that we stick to if we can. And I will try to. Move you on to the next level in the best way that I can. So two things, a plan and also a plan to be able to ignore that plan and, right. and remain fluid if you need to be. Yeah, yeah. Did you and your wife give him uh, options when it came to the, the end of high school? And, you know, you take take a year and go to Europe or take a year and work or take a year and then go to college or something like that. Plan our no. swingers party. Yeah, <laughs> please be a, be a party planner and take care of the swingers parties. No, uh, no, you're going to college. Okay. You know, that, that we planted that seed and yeah. kept it that way because, beyond, to be honest, is, is my dad, you know, has a master's. He went all the way through college and, and then some, and so did his, his family. Um, but I was never really 
officially guided to go to college. I wasn't, I, that seed wasn't planted, you know, in the sophomore year or freshman year. Hey, we need to start really? working towards, yeah, yeah. So I didn't, you know what I did? I didn't go to college. <laughs> or I tried to go to college and I failed everything because I, I just wanted to party. Somebody that went, you know, had extensive. Yeah, no college experience would not have pushed that on you. However, though, your dad, like my dad, is, uh, was always a proponent of do what you love exactly. to do. And I'm appreciative of that, right. to yeah. be honest. So, and, and it got me to where I am today and, you know, we're successful and that's a, that's a, good, it's a good thing. thing. I wish I'd had more options. I, I was not given the option. It was uh, from eighth grade on, you're going to college and then it turns out I was a terrible college student and it took me forever to graduate. If, if I had to do it over again and it's all 2020 hindsight and blah, 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 but <laughs> I wouldn't have gone the first year. I wouldn't have gone right out of high school. In fact, you went, oh, I'll go to college. I'm going to go to seven years. <laughs> you want, yeah. you, oh, you want college, old you man? In college? You want college? I'm never leaving college. <laughs> I'm going for seven years. <laughs> you want me in college, huh? Seven years. <laughs> there are seven people who go to college for seven years. They're called doctors. You know what? eventually your dad comes to you and goes, Nick. Enough with the college. <laughs> <laughs> Enough with the learning. Can we wrap this up already? Let's oh wrap God. college up, pal. <laughs> it's funny because, like, looking back, when, when I finally got my act together, I loved college. Guess what? Going to class helps. But, you know, the, the first year out when I was 18 or 19 years old, I had no idea what I was doing. And I, I was a, a complete idiot. And so I, I just, I have no idea. But considering what I went through, the, that, especially that first year, if I had worked for a year, I wonder, I wonder if things would have uh, turned out differently. So what's a more pivotal thing in your life so you have you have the two and juxtaposed in your family preston yeah St- on the whole the graduation from high school should be but getting your driver's license oh, man. is mm-hmm. a banner moment as well that was so side by side well that was more exciting as exactly a kid. right I think that's the word i was going to use yeah Kathy. That that was more exciting to me personally, and uh, and I've noticed a difference between my my two sons because Parker, the one who's graduating, when he first got his driver's license, was kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. All right, yeah, I got this. And Carter is literally <laughs> skipping around the house, screeching out of the driveway. <laughs> I mean, like you know, hey, so you may need anything. And he's all smiles and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think I'm gonna go for a drive. Dad, you like that pizza they sell in St. Louis, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a world of difference between yeah. the two. But I think I, when I got my license, that was more exciting than graduating, I think. Yeah. But, you know, even though it wasn't a bigger milestone, but. When you, it just, it is, it is um, the difference. At that point, you're still, you're still in high school and you're savoring that, that freedom. It does constitute that level of, of freedom that you had not, like you have a bicycle or whatever, but you can't take that 50 miles away, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and that's the deal. I remember a weird sort of um, bizarre, uh, you know, cloud that I was in when I graduated high school. I, I, you know, I knew what I wanted to do. I always knew what I wanted to do. I knew it was based on comedy and all, you know, whatever sort of situation it was. So I had more, far more direction than people I was graduating with on the whole. I was just uh, thankful for that. But uh, you're still like, oh, my God, because there's always people looking at you going, what are you going to do? 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 Exactly. I do remember, though, making a mental note at our graduation ceremony of, okay, this is coming to an end. Mm -hmm. These people that I've been spending all this time with, you know, because uh, I went to the same middle school and high school. Casey, you went K all the way up Mm -hmm. with the same a lot of the same group of people. I remember looking around going, okay. 
I'm not going to be in this group anymore. And it it wasn't lost on me that it was coming to an end, that this important chapter in my life was going to be I didn't even think about with. that stuff. I what, really, yeah. now I, I was never, I don't know if that's presence of mind or I, I, I don't, you know, I, I mean, I had no plans whatsoever. Everything I did, even to this day, has been like by the you know, seat of my pants. And I'm like, I don't. I don't even know how to project, you know, future. Yeah, and yeah. I understand that. So, but when you graduated high school, you you lived in the neighborhood with most of your friends, right? That went to high school with you. Um, no, 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 no. Catholic school is way different. Okay, I mean, the Catholic school. The, I, I went to. I lived in Rutledge, which yeah. is surrounded by Ridley. But I went. How many to, streets in Rutledge? Uh, there are nine, nine. streets in Rutledge. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I I went to high school with people who lived in Newtown Square yeah. and in Chester and Springfield, all and right. you know, like all all the, all the media, all the surrounding areas. So it wasn't like that. It wasn't as laser focused as a as a public school would be. If you if you had you know you can do a pull a good joke if you want to do the uh, the Julie jerk off thing tonight. Uh, oh my know. God! <laughs> do you have that? Yeah, it's ready to go. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. This was at the at the graduation ceremony. Wrong name pronunciation. Julie Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkoff. <laughs> Forgive me. Julie Jerkoff. Uh, oh, man. That's precious. Mm, it's adorable. <laughs> I don't even remember walking up and getting the diploma. You know, it's just like. I do. I got in trouble uh, because we were, we were told specifically to not make a scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once you do that. When you when you got your, uh, your diploma. Two things we were told. Number one. Wear dress shoes. Number two, don't make a scene. Well, I wore I wore sneakers, tennis yeah. shoes, and uh, and I made a scene. Well, I uh, made a scene. I turned around and threw my hands up. Oh, uh, you weren't allowed to do that. Yeah. Oh, Rocky. No. And so the night of, we had uh, there was an all night party at the school, um, and the principal pulled me aside and said, he said to me, I saw. I he said, "I saw what you did." Oh, uh, and also, I flipped off the school on my, uh, on my <laughs> when, as I was leaving the parking lot. Well, that might have been it. that too. But he said, "I saw what you did," and he said to me, "He said you can stay, you can stay for the party tonight, but you are never welcome back here again." Wow! Oh, the principal yeah. said that for that. Yeah. yeah. You clown, f you, totally. Oh my! It was one God. last little thing he wanted to throw at me, but we, um, we didn't get to walk up and get a diploma in high school. Uh, I don't know if it was the 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 school. I mean, the uh, the ceremony was too long. The class was too big. I don't really know. Well, um, Casey, they didn't give us our actual diploma. In, yeah, book. Yeah, they just gave our, us the little the book, the book, the book that it yeah. came yeah. in. Same with me. And you had to. Because they didn't want you to do anything really outrageous, because they were going to hold that hostage yeah, from yeah. you, and only after the whole That's right. day was over, to were do they a gonna helicopter? S- were I- they going to send you your your uh, your diploma? Well, I forgot about the whole name. I'm sorry. What did they say your name though? Yeah. yeah, and you walked up and they gave you something on. Yeah, we didn't yeah. even get that. This guy. Yeah, no, then they, that guy. <laughs> they, then this chick. They didn't use any names at all. The chick behind her, and then that guy. Well, the one we wearing to, the mortarboard. Yeah. We had to pay all of our. So if you had any type of fines, like that's why oh, you didn't get they that. Held it. Yeah, okay. they held it until maybe you paid that was that. part of it too. Yeah, in case there was anything you owed the school. Okay, held onto a textbook or something. Yeah. See, we had. I went to Catholic school, so it was a baccalaureate mass before. So maybe that's why they didn't do it because they did like a full mass before the actual graduation ceremony, and then they did, did the actual graduation ceremony. But press. Same thing happened with my buddy John. I cannot believe that this happened to him, but 
uh, his brother was in the audience, and so he decided to give his brother the finger. I mean, you're talking about thousands of people in this auditorium when because we did it at the pavilion at uh, uh, Villanova. At the the very moment that he flipped his older brother the bird, yeah. the head disciplinarian was looking at him and oh. saw him and did the same thing, threatened to not give him his diploma afterwards and wow. all that. I was like, what are you what are the chances yeah. that at that time it was like we were there for two hours, that during those two hours that you caught him do that. And was, oh, was he on stage when he did it? No, in front he of was sitting. No, he was sitting in his seat. Oh man, it was crazy. Your parents were in the audience, obviously, when you got yeah. graduated. And did they see? Did they think anything you did was outlandish? No, of course not. So, are you sitting up close to the stage? I assume, right? Or, or do you tonight? Know, do you know the breakdown of the room? Or it's it's indoor. It, it was an outdoor. Uh, it's planned for outdoors, and we're going to get Ooh. rain today, so it's yeah. moved in. So I don't know what the. Um, I have no idea. What so you the can get a high top. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to. Here's people who did things at their graduation ceremony. I'm going to go to Jordan. Hi, Jordan. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. I, we didn't hear you. Sorry. You're on now, Jordan. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Morning. What's so uh, I went to North Bend High School, and uh, there was probably about 3,000 people there. When I walked up to the podium, I did the uh, the cross hand suck it gesture to everybody. Yes. Oh, my God. Suck it. Now, did you get any? Did you get a talking to Jordan? And anybody give you a hard time? Uh, well, with the student that I was, I think they kind of expected it. Okay. <laughs> and now to perform the suck it sign, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Some yep. people uh, will tr- use that as a last <laughs> statement, right? To make if they can, and uh, sometimes it doesn't go great. Somebody had texted in. Hey, uh, by the way, about the uh, the Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> Thing like twenty five years from now, yeah, uh, somebody would be saying, "Hey, do you remember? Uh, remember Julie? Yeah, she's a she's a uh, she's a professor. She invented uh, you know this new medication that solved all the opioid problems. Right, yeah. Oh yeah, Julie Jerkoff. Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to her? <laughs> Julie Jerkoff. Yeah, so. I'm sorry, it's not Jerkoff. Uh, let me go. Julie Jerkoff. Let me go to Matt. <laughs> Awesome. I'm going to go to Matt. Hey, Matt, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? So uh, you guys are talking about graduations and things like that. Something I figured out for mine when I was uh, getting out of uh, high school, which upset quite a few of the uh, instructors there. Because, yet again, we weren't supposed to call the scene or do anything like that. Right. People always want to launch off the uh, the beach balls and do things like that. Man, that's a waste of money. Best thing you can ever do is go to the dollar store and get some of those bottom balloons, the big ones that blow up that have the big rubber band attached to them. Okay. You get those things, you strap a couple of them to your wrist. I launched off about 50 of them in my graduation. It caused chaos. They're up in the crowd. They're going everywhere at that point. So it's the balloons that have the, the rubber bands attached to them. Correct. You okay. get them about twice the size of a normal beach ball, and they cost nothing to do. So you can launch off a thousand of the damn thing. I, but did you do when you? Yeah, so you did it. Did you get in any trouble? Oh yeah, they, they were pissed. <laughs> did, they, I, now, I, did they I, deny I, I, you? I, did they deny you your diploma or anything like that? No, please. How did they? Um, I, how did I, you I, launch these? I, I don't understand. So I, I end up. I, I'm sitting in the middle of a row. And it only takes, like, two or three really good deep breaths to fill one of those up. So you just tie it off, and then you just keep throwing them out. And, I mean, you see a balloon coming on the top of your head, you're going to hit it back up, and it just starts spreading around from there. And they, they didn't... Esc- that, 
Each they, end of the row trying to get down to me just uh-huh. to get me to stop launching these things off. Okay. I wasn't that I wasn't Thanks, that inventive. Man. I just walked up and did the deal. I just yeah. you know, I just wa- I wanted to wrap it up. Yeah, just get out. I mean, I told you at our graduation ceremony that they brought a kid uh, in handcuffs, unhooked the handcuffs. He went up, got his diploma, got back in the cop car and, and they drove him back to uh the jail. Yeah, I'm trying to I I don't remember anything outrageous. Uh, I wasn't going to top that. Like the beach ball thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I remember somebody wore, a, on their mortarboard, they wore a, a roach clip with feathers on it. <laughs> it's your final statement, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good show this it. school. I'm just surprised your principal tells you you're not welcome back there anymore. Oh, my God. Nick, just... <laughs> Yeah, a few people have texted this in, and I hadn't uh, seen it until now. It's a video. I don't know where this is. It's a student at a graduation ceremony. Goes up, gets his diploma, tries to do a backflip. Oh, yes. Oh, no. It's hilarious. And lands on his head. <laughs> oh. 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 Ow. Oh. Ouch. Did he uh, die? Die. <laughs> he very well could have died. You're a jerk-off. <laughs> Let me go to Tim. Hi, Tim. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hey, what's up, Tim? Uh, I pulled a, cr- a prank at my graduation and got around them not giving out diplomas. What yeah. I did was we had a class of over 400, so I went out and bought ball bearings. They were about a quarter of an inch. Okay. I spent a lot of money on these because <laughs> they were care- fairly expensive, but I made sure everyone in class had one. Okay. And when you went up to get your diploma, you palmed it to the principal. <laughs> And so he couldn't let them fall on the floor because it would make a lot of noise. So he put them into his pockets. No way. Yes. So during the graduation, his pockets were slowly getting fuller and fuller, and his pants were sagging down. And then he started putting them in his jacket pockets. He didn't have anywhere to put them by the end. This doesn't sound real. (laughs) Why wouldn't he say, don't take I'm not taking that. You you hold on to it. Yeah. Well, the problem was is you palmed it to him, and the only thing he could do was put it in his hand or let it drop. Now, where did you get the idea to do this, Tim? I just thought of it. I was trying to think of something <laughs> that everyone could do so that we wouldn't get in trouble. What school? I was uh, in Maryland, Thomas Johnson High School, Frederick, Maryland. All right. Wow. That seems uh, seems elaborate, but you say it worked. By the end of it, was he able to move? It worked, and it was hilarious. But the only people who knew really what was going on were the students and the principal. Interesting. Hmm. All right. And did anybody ever find out that it was your idea? No. Now, how'd, you, how'd you tell everybody about it, by the way? Oh, I just started passing around. I said, someone gave me some of these. Make sure everyone gets some. Okay. Interesting. And I hand them a bunch of them. And wow. Just, so, so, you know, I, they didn't think it was me. You know, they didn't know it was me. I would have just I dropped was, it on I the ground. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. He's a stupid bull, Barry. So. Okay. Right. Interesting. Right. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, let Appreciate me hold it. on to this. Never You'd have to explain like to them to, to palm it, too, and hand it to the teacher, to the principal. Uh, I'm going to go to Matt next. Hi, Matt. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, uh, buddy. So I went to a school called Salesiano School in Delaware. It was an all-boys Catholic high school. And the detention was called JUG. J-U-G. Judgment okay. under God. Okay. And uh, if you missed that JUG... Then you got demerit, which was three detentions, three jugs. Well, I had so many jugs built up that they withheld my diploma for a week until I served all my jugs. You know, in public school, jugs is an entirely different thing. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> Matt, like, I didn't know that. So, Matt, you had to, you had to go back and serve detention even after school was over, or did you do it leading up to? No, and as I remember it, I, um, 
been out of school 10 years now. As I remember, they wouldn't even let, like, you serve, like, a whole day. I was there for, like, seven days after we had graduated, and they withheld this poem with me and, like, no. four or five other guys. You shouldn't have thought of that when you were raising hell in, in high school. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Young, young yeah. man. Young man. Um, you did it to yourself, man. I'm wondering, though. Yeah, so you get your diploma, and you still have to show up. Because no, they won't. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They withheld the diploma. Yeah. I, the, the jugs were served. You got to come in for my jugs. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Thanks, Matt. Case, did they call them jugs in, uh, at Cardinal O'Hara? No, we just had Saturday detention. Um, labias. <laughs> we labias. did not call them labias either. Um, but Sally's is an old boys' school, so there weren't too many jugs there. No. Um, did you ever have to serve uh, detention? Oh my God! Yeah, I had to do five taints. Yeah, I had um, a, usually like at least two Saturdays a semester. Wow. Yeah, I never but, got I never got detention I got, or, or suspended. Did you have demerits? No. See, the thing no, is, we, we had, had in school suspension. We had a demerit system, and so the thing is, press you would get a Saturday detention. After you accrued five demerits, you could get five demerits for being late to class. One, you know, if you were late to class, that was one demerit. If you weren't wearing socks, you would get demerit. You know what I mean? Right, so, like, right. I, I didn't. I only they weren't they weren't very vigorous violations. It wasn't like you were brawling. You were just getting exactly yeah, those things. One time, I got ten and two, which is uh, ten demerits, and so it's ten after school detentions, two Saturday detentions for stealing. I think I told you guys a story. It was BS. I was in the infirmary, and I was just kind of oh, waiting yeah, there. And there yeah. was, a, I grabbed the tongue depressor. <laughs> tongue depressor. I grabbed one tongue depressor <laughs> and two like cotton swabs. Yeah, and I and and then you made I a small weight set. Well, I made like little people out of them, right? And then I went to class, <laughs> and I'm in there in class, just you know, climbing. I was like 14 years old, right? And uh, and the teacher's like, what do you got there? And I'm like, oh, it's just a tongue depressor and, and cotton swabs. He goes, where'd you get those? I'm like, oh, the infirmary. We yeah. have to pay for those yeah. at this school. Well, he, he took them from me and went to his desk. I thought that was the end of it. Yeah. He came back to me at the end of class and handed me demerits. I was like, stealing? Yeah. Are you stealing? Yeah, stealing, Mr. Tongue Depressor Man. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Like, oh, this guy. That, he was a priest. That freaking guy! <laughs> oh man, were you? But were you kind of a? Uh, were you kind of a class clown? And it got on his nerves a little bit, and he just used this. No, as, you know... no, not 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 in his class because okay. you you there were listen. There were certain teachers that you could do that, and, right? And then other teachers that you were like, okay, all right, tempting well, I, fate. I got to watch my p's and q's with this guy, and you know that guy pretty early on was like, oh, he was you know. I, priest and I never had weekend deten- I had one as you said in school detention right for a uh, fight in the hall that yeah. was it okay yeah. well some I was are, a good boy some are better than others yes I never I avoided it somehow or another I my, hit all my tongue depressor men my, for my entire <laughs> scholastic career but uh and so my kids which I'm very proud of too so yeah my my son graduates from high school today very proud of him Parker. congratulations to Parker yes sir we're very very proud of you so and life goes on oh yes, yes it does All right, listen, I do want to take a break, and I do want to give away some movie passes. We have the screening of Men in Black. It is tomorrow, and it's at the UA King of Prussia, and I can take... Let me see how many callers I can get right now. Uh, Let's take 8-215-263-WMMR. We'll put you on our list. It's at 7.30. You want to be there by 7. The movie doesn't open till Friday, so let's get you on board. A reminder, folks... 
This Saturday is the I Bleed for Preston and Steve blood drive. Yes. We are eyeballing a record for the largest blood drive in the United States of America. We came 12 units shy of it last year. Had no idea that it was that big. You can help us put it over the edge. Go to WMMR.com or PrestonandSteve.com. The details are right there. Sign up. It is this Saturday. We need your blood. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. B-File coming up. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right. We have stories to share in the form of the Bizarre file, so let's do that very thing right now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. And this morning is brought to you by A.D. Moyer. A.D. Moyer Lumber is celebrating 80 years of supplying quality building materials and service. Four generations. One family, one commitment. You can learn more at admoyer.com. A homeowner was left sickened when she discovered that a salesman had taken a huge dump next to her trash cans before (laughs) taking off. Wow. Yeah, Jennifer Chibuzo was left in shock when she went out to her trash cans to find a, quote, fresh lump of feces on the floor next to a soiled leaflet. That's After uh, looking at her video uh, footage that she had, the mother said that she noticed a man in a red jacket walk down the side of her house before heading back out minutes later. God, what a beautiful day. I think I'll take a dump right here. The 35-year-old asked her neighbors if they had seen anything suspicious, and she uh, was pointed in the direction of security alarms company called uh, Verishore when Mrs. Chibuzo had uh, called a complaint about the employee. She was offered with a face-to-face apology with the man and a promise to clean up the mess. Wow. So they made him come out like, Good. A, like a kid and admit what he had done. What she, did you do? She said, I didn't want to have to meet that person who did it face-to-face. I felt a bit bad for him as it's embarrassing. She should have pushed his nose in it. She said, it's a bit ironic that someone trying to sell security equipment would go do something like that. Well, you know what? It does show the need for security equipment. Uh, Mrs. Chibuzo was offered a $200 gift card by the company, as well as having her cost uh, covered to clean up said poo-poo. What he should have done is taken a dump in the yard, gone around to the front of the house and go, Ma'am, how yeah. secure is your house? <laughs> Why, there might be people taking a dump in your yard. It's like the vacuum salesman who <laughs> right, throws yeah. something on your floor when you open the door. <laughs> yeah. Now, I just took a crap on your living room floor. Let's see how good the Jiffy 100 cleans it up. <laughs> Jiffy 100. I love it. Uh, Universal's Volcano Bay Water Theme Park closed on Sunday after lifeguards and people swimming in one of the attractions reported shocks so severe that they feared for their lives. Wow. Universal admits it suffered electrical issues, confirming what guests had reported. That's nightmarish. Yeah, Wendy Lee, who was a guest, said, It's like I ran into an electrical field. I started experiencing the tingling and prickling burning in my legs. And at first, I thought it was a chemical. Lee said at the uh, <laughs> Lee was at the park right when it opened at 9 a.m. And she and her husband and 14-year-old daughter were there to celebrate her graduation from middle school. That what was supposed to be a full day lasted only about 30 minutes. Does everyone want to go and get electrocuted? Uh, she was checked out by paramedics. The paramedic reporting the cause of the injury said that it was electric shock. Uh, Lee was at the Copico Wee Winding River. So it was basically the electric water slide. Yeah, when she first noticed uh, something was wrong. Uh, there was another family in front of me, she said, and all of a sudden they started going over the wall to get out of the water. Ow. 
She said, the discomfort of the prickles in my legs and the humming in my ears stopped, I believe, as soon as I got out of the pool. Wow. There it is. Uh, a representative for the park said guests felt shocks and other similar sensations. A small number of lifeguards said they had also had the same sensations and asked to go to the hospital, but they were quickly released. Nobody was really hurt, uh, but they did have to close it down for the day, and they think they have it under control now. A naked Florida man couldn't be bothered to mind his P's and Q's. Uh, a woman exclaimed to 911 saying, there's a man out here but naked. <laughs> After witnessing a man wearing nothing but his birthday suit attempt to enter a convenience store. I think he's going to take a dump. When the 911 technician asked if the man was sporting any weapons, the caller stated, no, he's like nude. Nude, he's very <laughs> nude. Uh, employees at the Daytona Beach Circle K locked the store so he couldn't enter, and that's when the guy started peeing on the doors. <laughs> what is wrong with people? <laughs> you know... Cops in the area quickly responded, but that's when the nude and lewd dude reportedly turned his attention to the officers by allegedly trying to sling urine on them. So did he believe that perhaps his urine had some sort of magical agent that would open the doors? Maybe. Two cops attempted to subdue the suspect by commanding him to stop. Uh, when the man allegedly made rude gestures, a third officer tackled him from behind. The suspect was also allegedly sprayed with mace. It's easier to make rude gestures when you're buck naked. Uh, police filed several charges against a man that they're calling John Doe after he was taken to the hospital. Florida man. Florida man. Have you guys been following what's been going on in Pittsburgh with alligators lately? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's the new alligator alley. <laughs> Is it? City public safety officials have once again captured an alligator. The third one found in Pittsburgh in the last month. Wow. I hadn't heard of a, the second one. I just yeah. heard of the first. Wow. No, this is the, a, a troika. This is the third one. Police responded wow. after a two-and-a-half-foot alligator was found on a porch of a home. Officers were able to get the gator into a box and then took it to a police station. They believed that uh, the reptile... Uh, they, they took it to the Humane Animal Resource, by the way. And this is the third gator... Discovered roaming the Steel City since May 18th, and the second one this week, a five-foot, six-long, uh, I'm sorry, five- to six-foot-long alligator was found on Sebring Street on Thursday, and also authorities captured a three-foot-long alligator at the Southside Riverfront Park on May 18th. Uh, they believe that they are discarded pets, pets. of course, but... It's actually, a, we talked about this, bizarre. it's a huge problem in Pennsylvania yeah. with discarded alligators. Exactly. All right, listen to this uh, this prize winner here. A Utah man has been arrested for allegedly threatening several members of Congress, making more than 2,000 phone calls to Capitol Hill. The criminal complaint says Scott Brian Haven started making the calls in 2017 and most recently phoned in threats to lawmakers last month. In a call on May 23rd to the office of a member of Congress, he allegedly said he was going to, quote, shoot him in the head. He said, I'm going to do it now. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. The complaint said in a call to an unnamed senator's office, the call was extremely ag his caller was extremely agitated and stated that he would like to slice the heads off of two senators. In another call to a senator, Haven was yelling about Democrats trying to destroy Trump's presidency. In November of last year, the FBI interviewed him outside his house in Kaysville, Utah, where he said the calls were, quote, just meaningless threats that were made out of frustration and that he would stop calling Congress. But he didn't. No, in late January, threatening calls allegedly started again during a call on May 15th to another uh, unnamed member of Congress. Haven was talking about illegal immigration in sanctuary cities and threatened that if the member didn't do something to stop it, he would, quote, 
blow the head off of the lawmaker. Okay, so he's getting more elaborate. Yeah, he's in another call to another member of Congress. He stated that he was standing right behind him and was going to take him out because the Russians want him taken out because he is trying to remove a duly elected president. The caller also stated, I am at his office. I'm right behind him now. I'm going to shoot him in the head. I'm going to do it now. Are you ready? Don't you think he would have known if he was right behind him in the office? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, dude, I just turned around and there's nobody there right now. Uh, you're not here now. Uh, Capital Records. I am too. Obtained phone records that show the extreme volume of uh, calls Haven makes to the Capitol switchboard. Uh, during a five and a half year, I'm sorry, five and a half month period, there were 1,499 calls from his cell phone to Congress. And last month, he made another 850 calls. I wonder if at a point you Jeez. you sort of get used to the calls and start to... It's been 2 o'clock and we haven't heard from him. Where is he? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I was in a meeting. I'm, wor- I'm going to blow your head off. Yes. <laughs> we worried about you, buddy. <laughs> and there you go. Your B-file. All right. As we take another break, let's give away some movie... Or not movie passes. Some passes to this event. It's coming up Thursday. Steve Morrison is hosting... At the Franklin Institute, the Comic Book Gurus podcast. Uh, 6 p.m. is when this is taking place. Yeah, so they're going to do their podcast, and I'm going to sort of, uh, you know, be, a, uh, I guess, a guest and oversee the whole thing. And, right. and then afterwards, we're going to get to tour the exhibit, which is freaking awesome from what I hear. I've been waiting because everyone raves about it. But yeah. I wanted to do it with the Comic Book Gurus. Uh, let's say, it's this Thursday, right? Let's take yes. three callers, and we'll put you on that list. 215-263-WMMR. Yeah, and the exhibit... Marvel Universe of Superheroes is uh, their legacy through immersive set pieces, original artwork, movie props, costumes, and other rare materials. Now open at the Franklin Institute. You can get tickets at fi.edu. Three callers now, 215-263-WMMR, putting you on the list. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. I'll tell you about our Word of the Week prize when we get back. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Don't miss the First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd through 28th. See the best in stand-up comedy along with some of your favorite podcasts, like readings, Q&As, and more at the Met Philadelphia, The Fillmore, TLA, and Punchline. Like Bert Kreischer. We went zip lining and we get there and I start looking at other families like sizing us up going, those parents look like they do CrossFit. Then I look at me and my wife, I'm like, oh, we look like crossing guards. Also, how did this get made with Jason Manzukas and Paul Shearer, the Try Guys, Gil Tony, Daniel Schloss, Che Guerrera, and more. Tickets and info for all shows at factphilly.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hi, hey, we got a word of the week prize, and it is a uh, an air hockey table. Mm. Uh, away from our friends at uh, Royal Billiards and Recreation. So, if you're looking for something for that rec room, filling out the basement, whatever, this is going to be pretty cool. So, we'll do the letter of the day coming up at the end of the program. Uh, Steve, I heard Casey talking to you off air this morning about the series Chernobyl. Yes, and how much you love it, and I've read rave reviews about it. And you and I have. Long shared a fascination for the story of Chernobyl and Pripyat and all of the stuff that occurred. And we're, you know, I would say we're fairly well informed about it. Well, this series has some real eye-opening moments. Uh, and uh, but there's a, there's a ton of stuff available up online about about Chernobyl, and there's a residual effect to the show that has has been very very popular. And the fact of that is is that. 
Instagram influencers have been flocking to the area to get selfies and pictures of them taken in the ruins of the shadow of that uh, nuclear reactor. So they're 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 going in and around the air. Are they going to Pripyat? I don't know. Probably Pripyat. Yeah. Probably not all the way. Yeah, right <laughs> up to the sarcophagus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right up to the uh, the actual covered over reactor. Yeah. But you, I mean, you could. Well, it, how... It's sealed. It'll, it'll be, I mean, but it, it the whole area for miles and miles and miles around has levels of radiation. You have to be acutely aware of it. At certain points, you can stay there for an hour, an uh-huh. hour and a half. Other areas, you can stay there for 10 minutes, yeah. you know, and you've, you've got to, uh, you know, everyone everyone who goes into that area is well advised to have some sort of meter with them to know about their exposure level. Mm. Yeah, so this is becoming a place because of these bizarre-looking uh, abandoned facilities that, uh, that that they're a great backdrop for selfies. And there's classic now, if you've ever played Modern Warfare, that uh, that first game... Uh, you actually end up spending time in Pripyat, so you're you're you know you're you're running and gunning in that city, which is rendered, you know the 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 uh, uh, the, the famous amusement park set up that, that was never used, uh, the school, all that stuff. It's it is crazy, but for <laughs> Instagram influencers, yeah. you know, to try to get their lip kits sold because they're standing with <laughs> Chernobyl in the background yeah. seems kind of bizarre, doesn't it? Yep, it does. They've had a 40% <laughs> spike in business as far well, one tour agency that uh, that was um, uh, contacted about this story. They're called Solo East. They've had a 40% spike in business since the show started in May. Would you go? Yeah. I would go with the, with with the, the proper maximum protection. Prote- I, Jesus Christ, I tell you, I'd, I'd want to be dressed like C-3PO, but I would go. Yeah, right. There was uh, there was an area when I was a kid, when I was in high school, there was an area uh, not too far from where we lived. It was called Times Beach, and uh, they had massive flooding there. Well, the streets had been treated with this uh, chemical called dioxin. Oh, which, highly toxic. Exactly. And at the time, they didn't realize that it was toxic waste. Yeah. And so the floods came through, and it washed dioxin all through the, the community. And so everybody had to leave. So it became, it was an abandoned town. And it was left there for years and years Whoa, and years, really? just completely abandoned and run over and grown over and all that stuff. And I always wanted to go in there. It's like our something. It's our fascination with Centralia. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That sort of time stopped. Exactly. You know, and with with Pripyat, you had the, the of course, uh, you know, right. you're in Soviet Russia uh, at the time. And so they're letting all this radioactive debris and this sort of snow fall down on the people for a couple of days before they evacuate. Is this what you're talking about, Preston? Times Beach? Is that a picture? Yeah, that's so, yeah, there there was a whole town that was just run down like that. Upstate New York, Love Canal, a famous, uh, you know... uh, A ghost town? Yeah, in that general area because there was a toxic chemical within that. Wow. Uh, But I I don't know what the... Again, these are... They're so notorious and, and this, you know... Chernobyl now, you watch, you have, you have yet to watch, you will watch No, it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, Riveting, riveting. Okay. Steve, every now and then we'll get updates about Centralia, and it's it, one more family will have left. And I don't know how Who's many are left. People right. that have just been there forever. Just the Kardashians. <laughs> no, no, no. God, can you, they should do an episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> the ground is so hot. <laughs> well, we, we went and visited in college, and that was mid-90s, and uh, there were six or seven families left at that point in, in Centralia, and now maybe... Maybe it's three or four. I'm not exactly sure. But um, there are people that still have a home there and just refuse to leave and won't until it's time to go. Has everything that is not occupied been bulldozed or is there an I believe in effect so. 
a ghost town. It's well, the town is gone, but there yeah. are people that live within the town limits. Um, so they just they have a house there and they have the right to stay, and so they're staying. Well, they showed like, and it was the truth that you know they had to go out for hundreds of. I've not. I don't know. I've, you know, as quickly as the facts come into your head, you're bombarded with them when you watch Chernobyl. But it's an expansive region as they were going around getting people saying, you got to get out. You got to leave. You've been, you know, the soil here. They had to basically take the top 18 inches of soil for hundreds of square miles and, and you know, rebury them. But, you know, telling people to move and you have these people in, in, in Centralia who are like, well, you know, we've lived here. This is where we're, we're staying. I guess does this, the fact that Instagrammers, that uh, that influencers are going in Sarah to take pictures, is that, uh, what's the appeal? I mean, is I it, could does see it if make it was like, for interesting Instagram photos, I guess? I or? could see if you're going like visiting sites where Game of Thrones, okay, so we're going to take another yeah. HBO show and this is where yeah. Game of Thrones. But he, here's where uh, one of the most horrific, the most horrific nuclear disaster in history took place. Look at behind me, that's Chernobyl. Buy my bra. You know, yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't. It, I, don't know. I don't. I'm not getting the uh, the connect there. You'd be like our uh, one of our uh, production assistants, uh, Mars, would just go to a dilapidated uh, cemetery and get naked. <laughs> yeah. With Mars stuff, that would work because yeah, it's cool right. and freaky and fringy. <laughs> but people are are flocking there, and there there's an uptick in in business for uh, for these uh, these tours. Which you know, yes, yeah, Steve, I, I'd do it if it, if I were assured. Of the safety level, I've always been. I, I got a, a book, a coffee table book, a while ago. A while ago, the words I'm attempting to say. Uh, it's called "Ghosts of the uh, Soviet Union," and it has that old Soviet architecture. You know, this, the, the whole thing just came crashing down. But there's so much that they built that just it was not used, and uh, these ridiculous things. And you know, Pripyat was supposed to be a model city to show, look what we can do. Right. You know, built right next near our our, our supply of electricity from Chernobyl, and look at the Russian efficiency, Soviet efficiency, yeah. and it fell to hell. How many people uh, in all? I mean, even like the five so- years later, the died. Soviet estimate. If you re- the, the, uh-huh. after the fact, they said something on the order of thirty-five. It's thousands upon thousands. Thirty-five people. That yes, that did not die in that general area. It'll, it's all vacillates. You know, history is, is borne out. But how many people died of residual radiation and mm-hmm. the amount of people that went into to uh, to that literally knew they were going to die as a result of their activities, but had to do it to save Europe because you were you know, it was it was watch the series. It'll it'll it's it's very uh, accurate, but it's an amazing thing. There are ghost towns in the U.S., aren't there? And I visited a few. Really? Yeah. And they're, they're pretty amazing. There's actually one that's not really quite a. a um, uh, a ghost town, but close to it. It's it's Bisbee. I think is the name of it. It's Arizona copper, in Arizona, mm-hmm. and it's it was an old copper town. Huh. And they're you know it's just hanging on by a thread. Isn't that where uh, Doug Stanhope is from? I think so. Something like that. Like yeah, in, they, in, these old mining towns, copper mining towns. Right. Like they, they had an industry at one point mm-hmm. when I was you know when I was turning around and doing colleges and stuff like that. You'd end up in these really rural areas and. You know, there was one that was legitimately called a ghost town, Preston. If there was maybe 20 people in the town, no you know, kidding. just kind of like a Centralia, I'm just holding on sort of deal. Yeah. But I mean, just the structures are still just the structures up and, are still and, there, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated by that stuff. Like at a time, you knew, you know, what what happened here? Where did you know? 
something precipitated a, a you know a mass exit or you know or the economy just went south or I actually knew a family that got locked in a jail cell no in, way. in unbelievable yes and they had to use their they had to link all their belts together oh to get out of that to eventually get the uh, the keys well i blame jim backus for that yeah. <laughs> do you play jim backus for that jim backus was the old was he uh, prospector in that? yeah in, uh, in the Brady, Brady Bunch? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Mr. Howell. Wow. All right. Apparently, he had fallen on hard times. Anyhow, what do you think one of these uh, one of these tours to Chernobyl would cost? A fair yeah. amount. Yeah. You, you're, you're taking... So, I was watching... There's a YouTube uh, a video of a guy who goes on one of the tours, and they actually have a... a a guy who comes out and explains, and they're they're close to the city. They have the diagram of the area affected, and he's got the whole. It's basically like, hey, <laughs> welcome to Radiation World. What was the found footage uh, movie that uh, that we watched? A Chernobyl Diary. Is that what it was? I think it's not the name of it. Yeah, some of that was pretty good. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I I was into it because of that. It yeah. basically says there's a whole population of uh, radiation people that live within the area. Will I don't any, think it's accurate. Will anybody take you on tours of uh, Centralia? Wonder, That's a good question. I wonder if that exists. I would do that. If, if someone I'd rather a, go with somebody who knew their way around there. Then just walk around. Just kind of. I mean, when we went, it was with a college professor, you know, and, and he was a, a, his, a history professor and knew a lot about the area. And, knew, and a lot of places in Pennsylvania, uh, you know, old coal mining towns or whatever, they've fallen into disrepair. Coal, uh, Centralia is an extreme example because of the fires. But um, there I'm, are, the, you know, the, the history of coal mining towns in PA is fascinating unto itself. I yeah. wonder if there were, I would do that. I would love, we've talked Not about me, that. Not I don't of, really, it's so funny, I ha- I don't have any interest in going to Centralia. I, I don't know it's, why. Uh, it's been on my list for quite a while. I would like to only if somebody were, because I think if you don't know what you're looking for, there's really, I mean, and plus you're supposed to be careful while you're walking around there too. Because the ground is brittle, you can yeah. cave in, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to have somebody uh, show me around a little bit. Let me go to a couple of calls here. I have Albert on the line. Hey, Albert, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Fellas? Good. What's up, buddy? I was in Bisbee about three years ago, and it's actually not a ghost town. It's kind of a, I won't say thriving, but it's a very active, like, almost artist colony, like Taos, New Mexico. Oh, so it's, it had a bit of a turnaround, because I was there, like, decades ago, and it was not doing well. Yeah, then you're probably right. Now it's even a huge mecca for microbreweries. You know, it's, it's kind of an exciting little area. It's wow. microbreweries that save your wits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, it rebounded. Cool. Thanks, Albert. Appreciate it, man. Because it's sort of yeah, built into the yeah, we'll see copper mines built into the, the cliff, you know, cliffside. Well, uh, there's, there's a ghost town attraction that's a part of Bisbee. Okay. Uh, so part of Bisbee apparently is has been run down, and they have like a ghost tour, ghost mining tour, or ghost uh, tour, the you know, the old mining complex. I'm going to go to uh, Ben here to talk about a place in PA that's a ghost town. Hi, Ben. You're on the air. Hey, how are you? Good. What's up, man? Hey, so I heard about this place. It's called Nanticoke. It's in Pennsylvania. And uh, in 1911, they, they built these cement houses for the coal miners. Okay. And um, it was just, it just wasn't able to work for them. It's just, they're, you can Google it. They're just houses made of c- cement. And oh. um, the when it became irrelevant for them to live there anymore, the township, looked into demolishing them and said the cost was too high so they're just still there it's like 22 buildings uh, around a courtyard and you wow. can look it up and it's just Man- Manicoke is it's Manicoke PA it actually starts with an n nick just found it Nanticoke PA yeah Nan- Nanticoke okay all right we'll check that out thanks man um yeah what does it say here nick is it, well, there uh, are parts of it that are thriving in just a normal town, and uh, then I guess there's that ghost town that's a part of it. Okay. There was, growing up uh, Preston on Long Island, there was an old um, mental health facility, or I guess at that time they called it an asylum. Yeah. Pilgrim State. 
and you're talking acres and acres of buildings that um, were, uh, after a while, just abandoned. And if you ever wanted to scare the F out of a date you're with or something, yeah, yeah. you would drive through there. And there are these large buildings without a light in any one of them. Yeesh. As you're dri- I mean, pitch black. So like when you go to, um, out in uh, uh, the Penhurst, yeah. multiply that by, you know, 15 buildings, super large. Where, yeah, look up Pilgrim Street. Oh, my Street. God, we're looking at a picture. That's it? Uh, that's, that's, that's it. That looks like it, yeah. That's wow. terrifying looking. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to Teresa, who went to Centralia last weekend. Mm. Hi, Teresa. Good morning. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up, Teresa? Um, yeah, we went to uh, Knoebels last weekend, and so we decided to drive through Centralia. Right. And uh, there is nothing there. It's like eerie. <laughs> nothing, as in there are no buildings. There's uh, just there's um there's a stone wall and like steps to go up into a building, and then there's nothing. It's all overgrown. Danielle, how are the microbrews? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so there's so what was left or what would have been a town? There was nothing even remotely close to a town. Correct. Okay. There were streets that went nowhere. Wow. And um, it, it's just crazy. Like, there's one house, maybe two, and a municipal building that doesn't even have Centralia's name on it anymore. Okay. It's like they erased it. Wow. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah, so just... And there's an Applebee's. Maybe <laughs> maybe just worth a drive-through real quick, and that's about it? Well, there is the graffiti highway, but the uh, troopers try and keep you off of it because okay. it's the old highway that used to lead into the town, but now it's all cracked. Is, and is that the one that, because uh, to, to Preston's point, or I guess whoever mentioned it, there are areas apparently that are on very brittle ground because this fire has been raging for decades underneath the, uh, the what, former town. And right. so certain areas are dangerous if you walk on them. So are there signs dissuading you from going into certain areas? Um, there are signs that say that there is um, toxic gases that can be coming up through the ground, but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily brittle where you would fall through. Okay. All right. Interesting. So me- you can walk yeah. around through there. Thanks, my, Teresa. My memory of the place yep. was that it was like uh, Yellowstone. Like that, there were these vents that came up, and it looked like uh, natural. You, you oh, saw that stuff? Oh, in Centralia? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. But it's, uh, it's very different than Yellowstone in the, yeah. in the causes so what's, of why. What's there. more depressing, Nick, Puxatawney or Centralia? Uh, well, Puxatawney does have a McDonald's and two jails, so I'd go with Centralia. You All saw right. one of those jails, didn't you? I did, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, Locksmith. And I'm going to go to sure your McDonald's. Go to Danielle, who just went to Centralia as well a little while ago. Hi, Danielle. Good morning. Hi. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? All right, Danielle, same thing that uh, our last caller yeah. had to say? If you, you need to get maps and you need to really lay out where you're going to go. We literally went through the town. We went up the main road, turned left, and passed the town. You didn't even know it was a town. Okay. Um, we went all the way down the hill. We actually stopped by a little eatery and asked them, uh, where's the abandoned road? Where's Route 66? And they had to tell us exactly where it was. Did you? Um, did, were you able to purchase maps of Star's homes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Or Schwarzenegger. Yes, you know. yeah. He's very hot. The clouds very hot. But literally, if you go up the town and there's a, a crossroad, like the, um, a T, and if like, we made the left, but if you make a right, that's where the municipal building is. There was no cops, no nothing. Um, I know that there's a church. We couldn't find it. There's, like, an abandoned church that you have to walk to. Ooh. But like the other... See, I like that. Said, yeah. I like abandoned churches. 
Um, like Gary. literally, he said, there's literally like three houses. I mean, we did go down some of the roads to see like if there were structures or anything. Um, it's literally like if you took Philadelphia and took away all the buildings, all you have is streets and brush. Well, let me That's ask you, you of the houses, what kind of shape are the houses in? The one house looked like an like what you would see like an abandoned farmhouse. Okay. You know, like it, it was kind of raggedy. Um, I think it was brown. And the other um, other two were palatial park. estates. Yeah. <laughs> now, what was... um, we did go down one road that um, the house was actually very, very nice. It huh. looked like it was just built. It didn't look like it was been there for a while. And it it did say keep off, so we kind of like just made a U-turn. <laughs> okay. All right. Interesting. So, Thanks, Danielle. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, if you don't know where you're going, you're going to pass that highway. All right. Okay. That's good advice. Right. Yeah. You know what I do? If, if I were one of the, the remaining citizens yeah, that, yeah. that live there wouldn't you have like a mutilated face mask yeah of, that you would keep handy <laughs> yeah, absolutely and, ah! and just in case you like hear a car coming by you just slip it on real quick and you've got to go back <laughs> you've come too far you don't want to stay <laughs> you would have yeah. to do that give them what they want you know yeah, sell that's it what up. you're yeah, here yeah. to see right do you, do you even um, have to put out decorations on Halloween mm-hmm. no <laughs> Let me go to uh, Carl. I need to hear about this. Hey, Carl. Good morning. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Good, Carl. He said you've uh, you know of a ghost town. Yeah, I used to live out in Northwest Oregon, and there's this strange name uh, ghost town called Idiotville. Google Master. <laughs> Go look it up. All right, Idiotville. It's a real thing. And a a, a legitimate, full-blown... I mean, we think of a classic ghost town, we think of at least a main drag that is completely abandoned. Is that what this is? This is more like a uh, overgrown... It used to be a logging camp. (laughs) (laughs) It's right 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 next to Moron Bird. This guy's over there, stupid. I'm going to tell you what, those Oregonians, are, they're pretty hippie weird. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's true. But in in this case, Idiot Town, is, is it worth the trip? I mean, if you want to go for a hike in some nice wooded uh, idiots, yeah, and with a bunch of idiots, we found it. It's here. Uh-huh. It is yeah. Idiotville, a ghost town in Tillamook County, Oregon, near the mouth of Idiot Creek on the Wilson River. Yeah, and you just take the Brain Dead Highway, get off <laughs> on Moron <laughs> Avenue. No, that's uh, and go, wow. And go into the dense woods. That's what it's called, the dense woods. No, I was just thinking. Oh, dance. Yeah. dance. The, uh, guess what? I'm from Idiotville. Uh, I like it. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate so, that. Have a good one. Where's right, one too. close to here? I mean, because Centralia is obviously. Is, is there anything that would constitute what we're. <sighs> obviously, we have places like Penhurst and we have. Places yeah, there are abandoned. Ab- abandoned facilities, I'm sure, that you can find, but I, I, I don't know about a full blown ghost town. I'll, ta- I'll take a ghost hamlet. Yeah, you know something yeah. a, a ghost cul-de-sac. Any you guys ever heard of Fritz Lock? Many people are texting in, and somebody sent me an email about it. I, I've not heard of it. It's in the Limerick area. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I yeah. can tell you the story of Fritz Lock. I don't live too far from Limerick at all, and I've never heard of Fritz Lock before. Uh, it but I definitely want to. Uh... I've been I've been reading about it lately. Oh, <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out in that way now too. Never heard of Fritz Lock. No. Lock. Is it an abandoned town? It's a historic district and uh, an abandoned village along the also abandoned Schuylkill Canal huh. uh, near East Coventry Township, 
in uh, in Chester County. Now, when I think Limerick, I immediately think of the nuclear power plant, right. and maybe there's a reason well, you know what? to leave. Look at this. Look at this photo, Preston. It's right around the corner from the cooling towers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that there, would be why. You know, it's funny because I we go to the, the, go pre- back. We go to the <laughs> premium outlets, which are, I mean, you know, the towers are right there. They're right next to the to the premium atlas. I and, just bought this Louis Vuitton bag and some Prada shoes. <laughs> I love going into the coach store. <laughs> and sometimes we'll take some of these side roads to avoid the traffic to get there, and I will see some dwellings that are very nearby there, and I'm like, man, no. Either they cost you nothing to live there, or you just can't get rid of that property. Or you're a chud. Yeah, or you may be a chud. I don't really know. Uh, let me go. You may be a Chud. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy's new uh, new new routine. Let me go to uh, Felicia, who has been to multiple ghost towns. Hi, Felicia. And the reason we got started on this is because people are flocking to Chernobyl because of the television, the Netflix series. Sorry, HBO. On HBO. I'm yeah. sorry. And uh, and they, the Instagrammers want to get pictures. The influencers do, which is incredibly stupid. Uh, so let's go to Felicia, who's been to multiple ghost towns. Hi, Felicia. Good morning. Good morning. So, um, uh, how have you ended up in a bunch of different ghost towns? So when I was in high school and college, this is before Instagram and selfies and all that lovely stuff. Um, me and my friends were always curious about these abandoned towns. Like we've actually been to Fritz Locks. Oh, so um, what? What is that like? Just quickly, it's it, it, it's directly in the uh, directly next to L- the Limerick power plant. It was evacuated because of the Limerick power plant. So oh. it was an entire town that, because of the issues that could stem from the Limerick power plant, um, that it got abandoned. So I mean, it's actually kind of creepy to go there, um, but that was like one of our hot spots because it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Penhurst before it became. Like a tourist attraction, and right? Take the hobo tunnels. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a asylum that's been abandoned for years up by Lake Cookstown. That was really creepy. Um, I've been to Centralia a couple times. I used to go to Bloomsburg. So, did, were you yeah. did, were you uh, visiting um, Centralia when there were more buildings and and more of a town town in um, you know set up before they obviously cleared it out? There weren't like buildings per se like a lot of them were pretty dilapidated by the time you know i got up there um so but i mean you could definitely still see walls left i'm sure what's left of it is probably even less than that now uh i haven't been up there for a long ass time but hey felicia a lot of these places it sounds like you're you know technically trespassing anybody ever run you out of these areas that asylum that i mentioned about up in cookstown yeah um there's a groundskeeper that he'll like shoot you on sight what Shoot you on sight, okay? <laughs> we it's were like always worried about that because, like, you hear about you know these places from other people, and so you're kind of like, oh, I want to go check it out. And there's always like the things you got to be warned about, like going to Penhurst. You had the National Guard that used to protect that ground, so you know you don't want to run into them. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess it can be dangerous. Yeah. So, in this area, for your money, what is what is the uh, most ghost townish, creepiest place to visit? hard one um probably i mean i can't say that first block is still how it is like i don't know if the buildings are still you know up if they are then probably that okay now that's in Australia, now that the buildings are gone it's kind of just it's creepy wasteland more than anything mm. so head over to, to preston you're close you yeah. could you could check out uh yeah yeah all right interesting thank you felicia appreciate it thanks 
All right, we'll see you later. Wow. I've heard of Fritz Locke. Fritz Locke. No, I'm not familiar. But Idiotville is clearly the place <laughs> yeah. that I want to go to. All right, well, uh, anyhow, so it, it, make your plans now because it's the destination that uh, all the raving about. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. <laughs> and you'll be able to see it on an Instagram feed near you soon. Wow, okay. Uh, let's take a break. Let's give away some more of the uh, Men in Black movie screening that we have. We got uh, passes for the next three callers at 215-263-WMMR. It's tomorrow night. Uh, 7.30. You need to be there by 7 o'clock. The movie doesn't hit theaters till Friday, so we'll set you up well in advance. We're going to take a quick break. We shall return in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Mark Morton with Chester Bennington. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I did not know this until I saw a tweet this morning. And it says, and I'll read, quote, I started working with Preston and Steve 10 years ago today. We good for 10 more guys? (laughs) 10 years, man! 10! That is from our own Nick Murphy! Wait a second. Wait it's a second. his 10 year anniversary with us today. Yes. That's crazy. Who's Nick Murphy? Oh, he's. Uh, Stop it. He's the guy in the glasses behind Oh, of course. No, that's awesome. What are you playing, Casey? This is uh, 10 years gone. Oh, okay. By Led Zeppelin. Very wow. celebratory. How about that? <laughs> Nick Murphy. Ten, dude, 10 years ago. Get in here, Nick Murphy. Get, get, get in, in here, here you here, rat bastard. You know how he celebrated? Uh-uh. He watched 9 to 5 over the weekend. Uh, yeah. He actually he did. He was yeah. telling us he watched 9 to 5. Yes. The first time ever. Well, you know, everybody celebrates in their own way. Yes, dude. absolutely. Wow, dude. 10 yeah. years ago? Pretty nuts, right? Do you remember your first day here? Uh, yeah. I I, I, uh, I emailed Kathy. Uh, Kathy emailed me, actually. Uh, and was like, I saw your reel. My brother sent it to me. And. We're looking for a video guy, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I need experience. Let's do this. Yeah. I'm out of school, but as long as you guys are cool with it, we'll do it. Uh, <laughs> it was a different time. It was decades ago. Yes, when we were free and liberal. Actually, we sold drugs at that time, yeah, too. So yeah, things were, it was, yeah. That was a good side business we had. <laughs> but uh, you uh, you had you done, you done some student teaching at Temple? or uh, At Bucks County Community College. Bucks County Community like College. A, um, I was like, a, like their film lab tech so i would right. help kids edit teach them how to edit bring equipment out you yeah, my brother right that's how i met your brother yeah, yeah. and my brother was like this guy's awesome mm-hmm. yeah he was like hey you know so much stuff like why are you here <laughs> and I, was like, I didn't want to say that no i was like i was like dude the economy fell apart there are no jobs <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh so all of our daily rush videos and countless other things that nick murphy does things you probably didn't know a lot of the uh, designs for our, our Preston and Steve logo have come from... I'll, I'll have like a stupid idea and say, Nick, have, how about uh, Game of Thrones or whatever? Can you come up with something? And he comes up with all these graphics. Well, this Blood Drive t-shirt, right? Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. so all of that plus the amount of uh, what we call value added for yeah. uh, advertisers who want the videos and then you'll you'll do that as well. The whole Philly Deli tour was uh, your uh, yeah. your deal with Casey. You know, yeah, it was so. really cool. You guys have been uh, really uh, instrumental in my career. I, um, you know, I always wanted a job where I just got paid to be creative all day, and you guys uh, gave me that. When I was in school, I would listen to you guys on my commute every day and ah. dreamed of one day maybe bringing a project here to promote it or talk about it, and I get to talk about projects with you guys all the time. Whenever you want. Because yeah. you have your own also awesome. very successful YouTube stuff that you do and your, vi- your video game stuff. Yeah, doing a lot of stuff. I 
did a, a pilot for Disney XD. I have this other project I'm in the phases of developing. It's uh, You guys are great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, listen, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, we started talking about what are we going to do for Nick Murphy's 10-year anniversary. <laughs> Either that or what are we having for lunch. But yeah, it was, it was the same like thing. one of those. It was implied. It was implied. Make sure he wasn't in the meeting yeah. when we did that. So we've decided to make you a part of a uh, a contest that we've never done before. <laughs> oh my God. So you're going to be the uh, the test subject. Yeah. Yeah. Is it about is... 9 to 5? Because uh, no. <laughs> it's true. We can talk about that now. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, this is an idea. Was this your idea, Case? It was. Yeah, for for a contest that we want to try out on people on the air, and we've never gotten around to it, so we figured, hey, let's try it out on Nick Murphy today. Uh, what's the name of this contest, Casey? It's called Browsing for Prizes. Browsing for Prizes. <laughs> Browsing for Prizes. All right, uh, who is going to be the the person yeah, uh, that... Why I, why the, original, I... the original idea was he could select... Well, uh, let me walk him through it. Okay. Because uh, I know how this thing works. Uh, Nick uh, Murphy, what we're going to do here is we're going to browse uh, through Amazon.com. Okay. You ever heard of that website? Amazon.com. I and am a frequent patron of that website. Casey, okay. you would liken it to pacing for prizes it's, in a way. It's exactly like pacing for prizes, except you don't have to walk anywhere. Now, okay. for those who don't recall pacing for prizes, is was when we would send Nick or someone into a... Uh, uh, Target store, and we get callers on the line, and we give them uh, zero to one hundred, and they would tell Nick to walk in a certain direction. I really enjoyed how much people hated that. Kind and then, of thing. Turn, yeah, either you loved it or you hated oh, it. The, the passion for it, those who supported it, adored it, yeah. and the vitriol yeah. on the other side was—it was just wonderful to see the human drama carried out right before our eyes. And eventually, Nick would end up in front of a product inside the store, and you could either take it or leave it. And uh, Nick would reach out and. Uh, you know, sometimes we got like a you know like a scrunchie or something yeah. stupid like that. Or every now and then we get a TV that we get. Kathy got a TV. That's that correct. Was crazy, I knew that dude. store. <laughs> you yeah. knew exactly where to go. So browsing for prizes. How does this work? Casey? All right. Well, how this works is that Nick, what you're going to do is you're going to choose a show member, right? Okay. Either my Preston or Steve, myself, Kathy, Nick. Uh, or Marissa, all right? And you know that we all have different Amazon algorithms. Okay. So you're going to start and, and select who from the Preston and Steve show are you going to play with? Oh, gee, that's difficult. Well, to, well here's the deal, because just to explain, <laughs> we haven't worked this part out. Yep. Does everyone have active Amazon accounts? Yeah. Okay. Yes, but not through this computer. All right, so Preston's out of this. Kathy, is are you, is you active with your account here? Is that a real question? It is a real okay. question. <laughs> yes. Okay, so... You're, you're good to go. Everyone, so... Minus Preston in the room, correct? Marissa's well, he can well. try Preston. I don't think he's going to pick Preston anyway, but I don't want to eliminate Preston. No, no, no. Just, just if he can't access his account, he can't. Wait, uh, Hold on. No, there was a problem. <laughs> all right, all right. No. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm, I'm out. Sorry about okay, that. Okay, it's cool. <laughs> I'm real Mine always says right at the top, hello, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, do you know what Welcome the, back. Do you know what the last movie that in my browsing history? What? Baby's Day Out. <laughs> oh of course God. it was. Wow. Awesome. All right, so the way this is going to work, we'll, we'll, you, you'll have to pick one of us, and then we're going right. to go browsing through us. And as Casey said, uh, all the, the algorithm, algorithm matches up for what the types of things that you shop for. And... As you start to search for things, and we're going to use the search feature on here, 
it will start to trend towards certain things. So uh, each one of us could yield you a different prize. Right, right. right. Yeah, right. Okay. So you need to choose which show member to go with. I mean, you would think that maybe he would pick Steve because you guys are like-minded people. But Steve However, has a ton of cats. I do have a ton of cats. Sure. And, I, I, and I also buy a lot of snuff films. Yeah. yeah. On, on, so, but Casey, also yes. remember that you're the one that, that created the, the contest, so you might be an easier lead to it. Regardless, whatever Nick Murphy wants, he gets. It's yep. his day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I do have the most in common with Steve, movies and baby mask shopping. So. Okay. Right, so you're going right. to go with Steve. Yeah. All, All right. right. So, Casey, you lead me through. All right. All right. Now, what Steve is going to do is he is going to randomly circle his finger around his keyboard, okay. and then you, at any point, uh, are going to tell him when to stop, and then he's going to hit a key. Sounds great. Okay. Right, I'm so, doing it right now. So he's in the search bar, and it'll be the first letter entered, but it's going to be randomly. Wait, let me, me, me put it right here. Wait, right. And then start moving okay, your hand. All right, and stop. Okay. All right, Steve. Is that key? Yeah, what it's, letter? All right, is the F key. F. Hit, hit okay. the F key. Letter. All right, okay. now. All right. Now, 10 <laughs> items come up on that F key. You get to pick one through 10. Okay. Let's do... Three. Okay. Right. okay. Don't say where we're at yet. Third right. item down. Now I click on that case. Yeah, click on the right. third item down. All right. All right. Okay. All right. And now. Now. <laughs> is this the item that he is indeed one? <laughs> now he has to go down. Well, I got to see how many things are. At, well, A, how many pages? All right. <laughs> uh, there are currently. God, there's a lot of these. Yeah. Oh. There are three pages up to 20. Yep, there are 20 pages. So pick pick the page. You pick, uh, yeah, 1 to 20. Uh, pick a number. Let's do two. All right. Two. So All right, page so number page. two. All right, page two. And you got to tell them how many items are on that page. And then once we figure that out, that is the item that you're going to key in on. By the way, and what's being broadcast over here is my information going out online for anyone <laughs> to access. I just want to make sure that nothing is accessible in my account. That we're revealing to the world here. You just bought Philadelphia, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking so, at. Uh, how many Casey, numbers help down? Him. Oh, sorry. You sorry. created the goddamn contest. What? What? Get okay. over here. I said this. Hang on, Lynn. How, how many prizes are on the... Uh... All right, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11. Folks, you were here for this, the birth 13, of this 14, game. Yeah. 15, 16, and, uh, 17, 18. And if you miss it, I'm sure this will be a daily rush, guys. 22. <laughs> All right. There are 22 items. Let's Casey. do number 7. All right. All right. Number, number 7. Will this indeed be his prize? This is going to be Give me your a drum prize. roll, please, All Casey, right, before go. Steve reveals. All right. It's actually pretty good. It is. Steve's laughing. Nate Murphy. Up to $500, by You have taken an Amazon journey. <laughs> And you have been rewarded on your journey. Only 39,189 people have purchased this off of Facebook. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Amazon. Amazon. You have purchased, or I have purchased for you, a Fitbit Charge HR Wireless Activity Wristband Tangerine Large 6.2 to 7.6 inches. Yeah. Those are all my favorite things. <laughs> In other words, a Fitbit. A Fitbit. <laughs> yeah. Now. We can actually tailor it. I'll give you the option. Would you like a black, a gray, or a re- uh, red, orange-ish? Would you like small, large, or extra large? Let's go. Let's go black. Black goes with anything. We'll All right, black. That. Okay. Right. And large. Now, I don't. I'm not familiar with Fitbit sizes, so we'll go with large. You want a large? Sure. All right. And now, in every seconds. I will place the order, <laughs> which will arrive more than likely. Tomorrow. Nick Murphy, tomorrow. Wow. I love it. 
And here we go for 10 years. And let's one see day. You, let's see if you can hear it. I'm going to click it here. Just one second. Let's see if you can hear it. All right. Ah, and there it is. There you go. <laughs> How much wow. is that prize worth, by the way, Steve? That is worth. Let me get the final tally here with tax. One hundred and sixteen dollars and forty six cents. Pretty awesome, thank you, guys. It's a lot like. Listen, sometimes you get a watch for your anniversary at work, and you got a Fitbit. (laughs) It's perfect. Fitbit's on your wrist. Modern modern watch. How about that? Did you guys say you were up for an award? Yeah, we're up for an award. Oh, you believe it or submit not, this for we the should. Promoting. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, we're up for a. Uh, Actually, what? believe it or not, uh, I, I got the email just a little while ago, and uh, hang on a second, we're up for the Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> and they don't vote till or the the winners aren't announced till August fifth, so you have time to submit the Amazon segment. Oh, thankfully, yeah, <laughs> they don't vote anyway. Uh, here it was. Uh, it's all who pays off. It was in Radio Inc. It was mentioned this morning. Hang on, I gotta scroll this down. Yes, for the uh, the uh, 2019 Radio Hall of Fame inductees, and we have been nominated for <laughs> uh, ten years or more active uh, local regional radio show. So there now, you were go. we uh, nominated one time for twenty years? No, we weren't. I guess. No, I think it was the same award. So. Same award. We should be nominated for the for what's called the long-standing local regional show, which is twenty years or more. But we're but in the tenure. We changed radios to uh, yeah. two thousand five so. is when we started. But we're up against market. some. Uh, we're up against some heavy hitters. We're up against uh, Kevin and Bean from Los Angeles, legendary radio show there. Angie Martinez in New York. I think Angie Martinez is probably going to get it. And in San Francisco, two people that Steve and I used to work with, Sarah and Vinny. Great people, Sarah Clark and uh, and Vinny Hassan who both worked at WDRE with us, so we're actually up for those awards. Any one of those wins, since it's not going to be us, we'll be happy. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, hey, happy 10-year anniversary. Yay! Thank you, guys. You got a Fitbit, man. <laughs> so, 10 years, man. 10 years, by the way, real quick before you wrap yeah, up. Sure. What's, uh, what stands out uh, to you as is? Oh, man. Um, obviously, Camp Out is, is incredible. It gets bigger and bigger every year. Um yeah, that's, that's Was there fantastic. ever a time when you felt you were in mortal danger? Uh, there were a few times we blew some stuff up. <laughs> uh huh. When we threw that guy's ashes in that that uh that the wood chipper wood you chipper mean, yeah the, the ashes we ended up Jesus. eating when it blew back yeah. in our face. <laughs> yeah, that was a little scary. When, yeah, we, yeah. when we started doing camp out, I, I assume when you were with us the the first year it was at Plymouth meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Metroplex. Yes, yeah. So what I've loved with your ability at camp out over the years, Nick, is um the, uh, how the technology has helped produce that. That um, the visual so much better, and over the last couple of years, getting these uh, drone shots that you've been able to get uh, yeah. of camp out flying over the stadiums, flying up with a can drop that we do it that that part of Those it is really awesome. cool. Yeah, when we we partnered with Newman Newman University for all that stuff, and uh, it's weird because my role kind of switched from like filming everything and doing everything and getting my friends to help us out to having uh, Newman come in with all their technology and all their students to me just kind of taking this backseat role and just kind of directing everything um, was a little strange, but, yeah, it's it's worked out incredible. Oh, you've done yeah. a great job. The coverage yeah. is, I mean, people see the coverage and they're just blown away. But, yep. I mean, that, that to have the, your level of capability associated with the show and with Beasley here in Philadelphia is pretty amazing. So yep. you yeah. really earned that Fitbit. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you did. I will wear it proudly. <laughs> By the way, a new Daily Rush video is up and running. It's called Pat's Chili Dogs and Gold. 
Patch Chili Dogs. Yes, the description is Patch Chili Dogs is back and has a new business model and theme. You can watch it now at right. Sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club, Restaurant, and Bar. And by the way, Nick, pull the messages back up again oh, yeah. because there was another Daily Rush that I just watched over the weekend. Oh. Uh, and this text says, the Texas butthole tickling bandit <laughs> has finally been caught. Oh, they caught him. I don't know. I guess so. But that yeah, that Daily one. Rush video, I was laughing my ass <laughs> off. And that was just released like last week, I yeah, think. There's yeah. so many times where uh, something happens <laughs> and we just, we're just like, there there it is. We just know immediately that's going to be a good That's going to be the moment. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Well, thank you, thank Nick. Thank you, guys. Murphy. Appreciate Yay! it. Uh, Excellent. Excellent. Somebody else had texted in. Is this true or not? Can somebody look this up? I did. I saw it did already. Did Justin Bieber yes. challenge Tom Cruise to an MMA fight? He did. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, what? He, yeah. He, uh, on Twitter, said uh, he asked Dana White to set this up. And then he uh, also said if he doesn't accept this, like, you're always going to be known as the guy who, like, turned down a fight. What? Yeah. So Does anybody that's... know why? Is there a thing between these two? So I saw footage of Les Grossman. Yes. And I thought, what is that about? So that's what that pertains well, to? Well, Twitter's response yeah. to Justin Bieber's challenge is phenomenal. And one of them is Tom Cruise responds to Bieber's challenge with the Les Grossman <laughs> literally go F your own face. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess Bieber did it on Twitter and... Uh, I don't know if he's serious or just trying to remain relevant. Or I guess he's, he's not that far off the rails at this point. There's probably a bit of levity involved with this. Yeah, it if it's here, for a charity. Here, here yeah. it is uh, verbatim. I want to challenge Tom Cruise to fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared, which he misspelled, by the yeah. way. Uh, and you will never live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight? And then he tagged Dana White on that. Okay. Okay. I got to say... You know, probably Bieber would have the. I think it'd be physically. He's done some boxing. I think yeah. what, didn't he train with Floyd Mayweather? So he's in great shape, but uh, but he's just younger and maybe quicker than. And Tom's a tiny little thing. But actually. he sent this at eight thirty last night, maybe eight thirty like West Coast time. So he like, was still drunk off of America's Funniest Videos. Well, <laughs> I'm just wondering. I mean, it's not like he even posted this because there was a big uh, UFC bout on Saturday night. So he wasn't posting this as he was watching hey, that. To to the whole world of fighting, mm-hmm. the uh, the Ruiz this, uh, yeah. this upset of all upsets. Did you finally the see the dude, footage? The, yeah, yeah the, the the kind of overweight looking guy. I watch it now. I haven't been following boxing. I do love boxing. Yeah, I haven't followed it closely in years. So it's been I was, nothing that exciting. Yeah, I was uh, not aware of of what was going on. But this dude, this he's Mexican fighter. Yeah. Um. And Case, did you see him? I did. He's listen. He may not like have the body of a of your typical boxer, but he is a professional oh, yeah. fighter. They don't just chuck no him question. in the ring. No. Yeah. He put yeah. his like twelfth, you know, twelfth uh, place in in the whole in the whole uh, hierarchy. Yeah, this is why you don't but underestimate I just, your opponent. <laughs> I had just watched a long special about Butterbean. Yeah. yeah. Which is the same same sort of thing. Yep. Butterbean was a little bit more fire pluggy and solid, but this guy's a little roly poly. Yeah. But I mean, the, you know, squat, he landed, he landed a shot. And then just kept going. Landed wow. a hard yeah. one on him. Yeah. 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 And the shame of it is, is this guy, Anthony Joshua, they were talking about is like the next, like, he was going to re- revive 
the heavyweight division of of boxing, which has just been it's been worthless, less than stellar yeah. for a long time. He's though there was this thing that I've been reading that uh, he said in the ring, even when he was going in the ring, he didn't feel quite right. Now I don't know if that's an after the fact patch. Who Joshua? Yeah, to to an upset, you yeah. know, that no one saw coming. Yeah, or that he just didn't feel he, he felt weird and off the game. Yeah, maybe that was the case. Well, it'll be. I mean, if this guy can can defend his title a few times, then right. we know if he's legit or not. You know, he but, could. Yeah, but it the, wasn't even that exciting of a TKO. Like it really wasn't. No, but but Butterbean would have full blown slam go to sleep knockout. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, well, if you want to see a slam go to sleep knockout, the, you should see the female fight uh, at UFC two thirty eight. I think it was uh, on Saturday night. This chick, um, she is like Russian or Ukrainian or something like that. She landed, I mean, just a clean kick to this other woman's face, and she was like, "Nighty night." Snoring on her way down, like, "You have four to make your match." Wow, <laughs> it was. Uh, I'm uh, Mentinsky. Yeah, and if you heard it, it just sounded, you know, it just sounded like a like a bullwhip. Yeah, wow. yeah. It seems it seems hard to land a, you know, to, to to not see the kick coming. But some people are so Ooh, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Wow, interesting. All right, well, listen, I want to take a break, but I would like to give away some beverages as <laughs> we are taking a break. I, a break. I have uh, a case of yard summer crush. Uh, we'll take caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. It's yours. Don't forget, Yard Summer Crush is an easy-drinking, flavorful wheat beer with a with a juicy citrus finish, and it's perfect to bring to every summer celebration. You can pick up your case of Summer Crush at Joe Canal's Discount Liquor out, Outlet in Egg Harbor Township. So caller 12, it's yours. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. When we get back, I got some bizarre file stories that I've saved just for you. We'll be with those in a moment. We need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painter Treasure Ceramics, plus Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins, and Noel Gallagher on August 8th. Or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. From the American Red Cross Penn Jersey Blood Services region. And 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Steve, plug for the Mutiny 2. Thank you, so much. It is the Mutiny on the Mashulu Mute 2. It's Thursday, June 20th from 6 to 9. It benefits Max Fund, which is a fund that my wife started that benefits homeless and feral cats in and around Philadelphia. And what we have that night, well, it's a very cool happy hour from 6 to 9. Music by DJ Perry. Juggling and Bubble Show by Doug Stafford of Bad Idea Entertainment. Acts of Strength by Babyface Reed. Magic from Mike Palladino. Tarot Card Readers. Marilyn Zeff and Reagan. Caricature Artists. Cat Lady Drag Queen. Asta La Vista. Hammer and Stain of New Jersey. Uh, Captain Marvel Cosplayer. Stillwalker. All that stuff. Hula Hoop Contortionist. All that. Plus Yards Brewery. Revivalist Gin. Stateside Urban uh, Craft Vodka. Chadsford Winery. Plus all the delicious desserts. All up on the uh, on the uh, 
Com, delicious desserts, and Arm and Hammer. Our good friends are our sponsors. They're picking up the parking at the uh, at the uh, uh, Mashulu. We really love to have you come out there. There's a kitten cuddle corner and all this stuff. We're trying to make it a as big and as fun for you, and it's all for just the price of your ticket. You get all that stuff gratis just for the price of the ticket coming down. The folks at um, the Mashulu have been incredibly generous. And uh, the, the, uh, since my wife started the fund a while ago, Preston, it's, it's been used liberally by different pet charities to do a lot of good and save a lot of animal lives. So it Excellent. means the world to us. And I, I thank you for indulging my constant mentions of this. It's, it's important to her, and, and it's, it's a wonderful cause, and it seems to be taking hold. So thank you very much. It's a mutiny on the Marshallu. You can get your tickets online now. Fun party, man. Yeah. The, hopefully. It's, it, it, last year sold out early, so that says good things, and yeah. we have a lot of return people. So Love it. Appreciate it. Uh, com for the info. It's right there. You cannot miss it. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. And it is brought to you by McGuff Bus Company. McGuff Bus Company is hiring. Earn industry top dollar. Get guaranteed hours, yearly raises, and monthly bonuses. Love where you work at McGuffBus.com. Well, a teen caught speeding in Canada reportedly told police that he urgently needed to use the bathroom. (laughs) The 16-year-old was reportedly driving his Camaro at 105 miles an hour. And that's when the Royal Canadian Mounted Police clocked his speed and pulled him over. Okay, I used that very same excuse once, but it was legit. I had like a phase six, and I wasn't driving 106. Well, police said the teen told him that he had too many hot wings and he needed to use the bathroom right away. <laughs> wow. So that warranted 105 miles an hour. Uh, the teen received $966 fine for speeding and $203 fine for Driving without a supervising driver. I was, I took, I was, I've been running more lately and I was on a, a three mile run yesterday and I was about half of the way back and I'm like, I felt that rumble in my stomach. Oh, yes. And I just started to flirt with ideas in my head that if I needed to go, where do I go? Where am I going to do it? And, you know, I would have had to have found a little a spot in the woods. That's why I run deep into the woods. That's why I just run do deep into woods, the woods. Do trail running as yep. opposed to street running. Yep. A 19-year-old Utah driver, this is a messed up story, struck an 11-year-old girl on an electric scooter Friday, overturned the vehicle, and then charged at her after the crash and said, we all have to die sometime. Jesus. The driver identified as Stephen Ray Becky allegedly tried to flee the area, but a witness held him down until police arrived. Asked by investigators why he hit the girl. Uh, Becky allegedly said because she was white and he's white. Uh, so I don't know what his deal was. Actually, Does he know that? Well, it turned out that he was on Xanax, marijuana, LSD, and psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah, that probably had something to do with it. Uh, and they believe that uh, he did this intentionally to the girl. The girl suffered a head injury, fractured hip, and was taken to the hospital in serious condition. That's messed up. Uh, Becky was the, the guy who was taken into custody and charged with suspicion of attempted criminal homicide. DUI with serious bodily injury as well. 911 dispatch received a call from a group of Utah police officers that were stuck in an elevator. Now, the elevator they were stuck in just happened to be in the public safety building where the 911 operator was located that they were calling to. Wow! And it was a bit confusing at first, but soon after the officers were rescued from the elevator. So the transcript of the 911 call goes like this. 911, what's your emergency? This is the police. Yes, sir, this is the police. What's the nature of your emergency? No, this is the police. Correct again, sir. How can we help you? No, this is literally the police. We're calling you from an elevator. 
we seem to have put uh, too many humans into this thrill ride, and now we're stuck. And then they said, sir, did I hear you right? You're stuck in the elevator, and you need help out. That's correct, ma'am. Copy. What's the address of the building? Well, that's the thing. See, it's this building, the the one that you're currently in, ma'am. Sir, did I copy that you're stuck in the elevator of our own public safety building? And the cop goes, yes, ma'am, and we need help getting out. This is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. Uh, and the 911 said, okay, we are sending the fire department over to rescue. And they ended up getting them out of there. But So how many people were jammed in this elevator, they did you say? It didn't indicate exactly uh, the details of the story. But it was like a clown car? It was just confusing uh, as to yeah. where they were and who they were. And eventually they got them out of there. From their own building. Yeah. Pennsylvania has seen an unusually high number of tornadoes already this year, including one which recently touched down in Bucks County. Scientists aren't exactly sure what's behind the uptick, but one Pennsylvania resident has a theory, and it's traffic circles. Traffic circle. Oh, my God! Yeah. So the traffic circles generate the tornadoes? Yeah, somehow this is what a Whitehaven resident came up with when he called into WNEP's Talkback 16 segment in which viewers call the Central Pennsylvania television station and leave voicemails with their opinions on the topics of the day. And apparently this is what the guy said. He said, we didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting in the traffic circles because on account of the, you know, want to know why? Well, when people go round and round in circles, it causes disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes. Wait a second. That holds water. The segment picked up steam on social media on Sunday, so some people were Got it. Fig- Listen. enjoying it. You go around those traffic circles, cars, yeah, creating a funnel cloud. vortex. You never know. Never right. had them before. Residents of a neighborhood in Las Vegas got an unwelcome surprise in the form of an airplane door falling out of the sky and hitting an apartment building in a car. Wow. The incident took place near Nellis Air Force Base, which is just northeast of Las Vegas. It's unclear what type of plane the debris fell off, but it did not appear to come from a civilian aircraft. A photo taken by a resident in the area of the apartment building showed the door lying on a sidewalk. You think the plane would know that they lost a door? Yeah, the Las Vegas police investigated the incident, and it appears as though no one was injured. Uh, According to witness Anthony Pitts, he said, uh, when it hit, it was loud. The first thing I did was run in the house. I'm not going to lie. I was scared. I thought it was a shooting. That's how loud it was. The door fell from the sky right next to two elementary schools and only a few blocks away from the military base. Uh, the Nellis Air Force Base contains the Air Force Warfare Center and the 99th Air Base Wing, 57th Wing, of the and a handful of other units. It's also the home of the USAF Thunderbirds demonstration team. Uh, so hopefully it wasn't one of the Thunderbirds. Yeah. That the door. All right, and then one last story, and we will wrap this up. Let's end with uh, this one. Uh, has this ever happened to you? You wake up and there's a naked man in your living room who's raided your fridge and now is wandering through your house, sipping on your liquor and waving around a fireplace poker. Uh, no. Well, that happened to some folks on Thursday. According to police, Joel E. Gartman, Gartman tore open a screen door in the back of the house a wee bit, bit before midnight. Not yet naked, Gartman crawled through the window <clears throat> and decided to unscrew some light bulbs. And it's too a- bright in here. In an unusually courteous mood for a burglar, he took his shoes off. Kathy, you would appreciate that. <laughs> he then grabbed three alcoholic beverages from the refrigerator and strolled through the house, drinking them. Zemas. Also- <laughs> he then, what was that? Zemas. Zemas. 
He then encountered a person sleeping on a couch, decided taking off just his shoes wasn't enough, then stripped down and sat next to the sleeping homeowner, fireplace poker in hand. Could you imagine? No. Waking up to a naked dude hold, holding a fireplace poker. Oh, my God. Uh, the homeowner woke up, realized that, no, this was not a dream, and fled upstairs to wake uh, the home's other resident. Uh, they both came downstairs to confront Gartman, who by this time had realized the error of his ways and was trying to hide. Uh, the call went out to police who responded to a report of an unwanted male subject, and they knew they had the right house when they spotted Gartman in his all together and arrested him. He's charged with residential burglary. But yet another guy who felt like being naked. It is drugs. It's is. Yeah. It, it's got to be the re- virtually every other story in the Bizarre File features some dude who's stripped naked. Yep. It's very weird. It's like traffic circles, Preston. We didn't have this before traffic we circles. We had no idea. And that is the Bizarre File. Let us take a break. When we come back, we'll have your shot at winning a prize. If you've been paying attention to the program this morning, we'll ask a question about something that's happened on the show and have a prize in association with that. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, I am going to ask a question of you. It is today's lesson question. We're going to give away a $100 hand and stone gift card. Surprise! Yeah, how about this? What device uh, will do a great job cleaning up the poop in your backyard? Two one five two six three WMMR was the salesman who mentioned that during the bizarre file. What device will do a great job at cleaning up the poop in your backyard? It was a very quick line from Steve. Let's see if you were listening and you recall that. Two one five two six three WMMR. We're going to do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, see what we get today, Steve. What's going on? Well, troubled rapper Lil Zon pulling out a handgun and pointing it at a man who wanted to know why the rapper once called Tupac boring. Little Zahn says his explanation was nuanced and required blowing the guy's brains out. Oh. Hey, yo. <laughs> yo, 85-year-old Larry King is doing well after experiencing a heart attack recently. Doctors say they were immediately able to diagnose Larry's condition because you can see through his chest. <laughs> And finally, the extremely decomposed body of original mouse Gatier Dennis Day has been identified after two months. Phoenix, Oregon police had originally dismissed Day as a pile of mac and cheese wearing mouse ears. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. Hey, can I ask you a question sure. uh, about a story in there? You said little Zahn. Yeah. Is there a little za too? Yes. So okay. Oh There's yeah. A little za and a little zon. Oh yeah. yes. I thought so because at first I I thought you just mispronounced za and said zon. There's little za. Two different yeah. people. And little zon. Yeah. Zahn. In fact, you're you're more of a fan of little zon. I think you've yeah. reported more on little zon than you have little za. Have I? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The big difference is uh, zon is a fan of lasagna. Za is a fan of pizza. Pizza. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the... little yachty who mm-hmm. likes boats. Right. We used to call pizza Za. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Lil but, Wayne is a fan of John Wayne. But I don't remember getting, <laughs> I don't remember lasagna being called Zahn. No? No. Would you uh, call it Za or the Za? Uh, just Za. Okay. Gonna, or a Za. We're going to order a Za. 
Well, nobody ever ordered Zahn. You know, it wasn't yeah. like, yo, dude, let's go get some lasagna. And you hate Zahn. I hate it. Yeah. Do you still hate lasagna? Okay. I don't hate it. It's just not my preferred dish. Pasta. Pasta. I will thing. tell you this. Of the baked my pastas. Lil's, all right, so <laughs> lasagna used to uh, beat out ziti. Yeah. Now I believe ziti. Yeah. Beats out lasagna. I will. However, say, if the lasagna is overcooked and crispy on the edges, right, then it's mm, neck and neck. See, I don't like that part of it. I like, like the, it that. The, yeah, I don't like it that. Uh, it's really like my. I don't really care for regatta cheese. <laughs> okay, rigot. Okay. Uh, what about uh, what about manicotti? Manicot. Same thing. That man's a goat. The man like goat it? has the uh, the, the rigot in it, and I don't really care for that. However, anything with a goat. Um, I've never eaten goat either. Uh, my mother gets some. Uh, I know. Longer than I thought it was going to go. Okay, I, I, go I was going to be done in about five seconds. I, 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 it was. Yeah. I, it was me who incited the, okay. the conversation. Um, but I'm loving it now. To, actually, yeah. Go ahead. go ahead. All right. My mom gets these stuffed shells are pre-prepared from Roy Tweedies, mm-hmm. and um, shout out to Ed, who's a butcher there. Who <laughs> listens to the show. Good God. Uh, Ed comes in here all the time. He comes in a couple times a year. Okay. Uh, damn, I told him never to mention me on air. <laughs> Their stuffed shells, which is filled with rigot, uh, are damn good. Okay. I would maybe try their lasagna first. Uh, All right. I have to ask this question. Okay. Nick, how is your mother's lasagna? Uh, well, um, I think for everybody but Casey, phenomenal. All right. And uh, Casey, you might like it. Um, I don't know. I, she Here's the thing. She would make it exactly how you wanted it. She would put in Aww. whatever ingredients that, that you would ask for um, and maybe give it a shot. But my mom's a, um, half Italian and half Irish. Growing up, but she her her cooking and baking heritage comes from the Italian side, and I think I'm biased, but I think my mom's a great cook. See, I'm I'm like zero percent Italian, but a hundred percent man. You know what I'm saying? You're all man. So, yeah, yes. I, I don't know what that has to do with anything. Yeah, but I got hair on my balls, Preston. What's that? I don't know. He has hair on his balls. He said, <laughs> "Makes me a man." Yeah, let him go. Hey, I waited eighteen <laughs> yeah, years for oh, those hairs. Wait a second. <laughs> Point of contention. That's when you saw your first hair at eighteen. Oh. That's when they were fully here. Well, it wasn't his. It was another guy's junk. <laughs> That's when they saw my first pubes. Yeah. They weren't mine, <laughs> but... It was in an alleyway. <sighs> I don't think we've ever spent this much time between the trash and music news. No. no. Ever. You've All never right. had goat? No. I've never had goat. Oh, well, really? no, Who eats no. goat? Yeah. yeah. You can have goat meat. Can't you? Why tell me to go F a goat? <laughs> Which would you always tell me to go F a goat? Like in uh, in Greek food, don't they serve up goat from time to time? Actually, you're right. No, yes, I they do. Right. Yeah, yeah. in fact, that it's becomes an cheese. issue. Yeah. Sure. Cheese, yeah. I've had that. Yeah, goat uh, cheese is really good. Sometimes they will, they will. in fact, there was an issue within city limits of, of certain uh, cultures that um, will slaughter goats. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. sure. What's that sport that they play with goat's heads? Uh, oh, ping yeah. Ping pong. No. That's, <laughs> no. <laughs> Looks like that Afghani soccer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I can't believe you don't like regatta cheese. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. Kathy but... has joined the conversation. But imagine how fat I would be if I liked that and cheesecake. <laughs> Holy crap. <sighs> so, And you don't like either of those? No. I don't like cheesecake. I love cheesecake. I do too. I feel okay. We're ready to go for the answer. Yeah. Yeah. To the lesson yeah. question. Right. Uh, <laughs> what was the device that will do a great job at cleaning up the poop in your backyard? Uh, let me go to, uh, Clint. Hi, Clint, you're on the air. How are you? <laughs> I want you, babe. 
Yeah. <laughs> Another Yeah. Uh, Clint, do me a favor. What uh, <laughs> what device would do a great job of cleaning up the poop in your backyard? The Jiffy. The Jiffy 100. Yeah. 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 Hang on a second. We're going to get your information, Clint, and we are going to set you up with a $100 Hand and Stone gift card all this week. Metro by T-Mobile is giving you the opportunity to win Casey's favorite things. Hurry now to your nearest Metro store and take advantage of the best deal in wireless only at Metro by T-Mobile. You can see the store for details and terms and conditions. Let's get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. I accidentally hit a button there. Okay, oh, anyhow. So what is, Casey's what wondering why I was standing up looking at some stuff. I think I hit one of these. Okay. Anyway. What did you do? So, the music news brought to you by Sequoia Outback. Create the backyard of your dreams at Sequoia Outback on Route 309 in Hatfield or online at decksupplies.com. Black Keys singer and guitarist Dan Arbuck spoke with Rolling Stone on Friday to pay tribute to late New Orleans musician Mac Dr. John Rebenack who died last Thursday of a heart attack at age 77. We spoke about that. But Auerbach produced Dr. John's 2012 album, Lockdown, and also played guitar on it, so he had a very close relationship with him. And uh, it had fulfilled a lifelong dream uh, and helped the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee earn a Grammy. Auerbach remarked, I was in my studio, the same one where we made the record, when I heard that he had died... Uh, it wasn't totally unexpected. I'd heard a few things from people mm. uh, that he wasn't well. It was actually a scientific miracle, he said, that he lived as long as he did. He said he abused his body for a long time. I had a feeling that he uh, was a live life to the fullest kind of guy. Yeah, but he said, but when I heard, it was heavy. I immediately felt so grateful and thankful. It's a blessing that we had him around so long. We lost one of the greatest musicians who ever lived and also one of the greatest reflections of this country musically in one man. He was a human melting pot, a human embodiment of what makes American music great. He grew up with different races and experiences, and it made him the most incredible mutt ever. We lost something that will never be duplicated. I saw a picture of him. It, was, it went out, actually was tweeted out a number of times on, um, and on some of the news sites. Him hanging out with Keith Richards, apparently wow. they were buddies, okay. really good buddies, having a great time. So he was definitely respected throughout the music industry. Black Keys, by the way, are releasing their ninth studio album and first in five years titled Let's Rock, and that comes out on June 28th. Muse frontman Matt Bellamy has officially announced that his purchase, uh, or he has announced his purchase of Manson Guitar Works, becoming the majority shareholder of the company that has made custom signature guitars uh, from him for it's the better. Kind of guitar I play it. <laughs> it's not Charles oh. Manson guitars. Oh. <laughs> uh, signature guitars uh, from him for the better part of the past two decades. Let me take you on a tour of the factory. Bell- <laughs> or here's where he make the French. Tell me it isn't. Anybody on the tour? Uh-huh. <laughs> Just him by himself. It's not very popular. <laughs> uh, Bellamy stated in a press release, I'm excited to be taking ownership of Manson Guitar Works and <laughs> developing its potential in the future. <laughs> Having played Manson Guitar since I was able to co-design my first custom guitar, I have the best insight into the products. It's the best way to entertain all the piggies. <laughs> The announcement added 
<laughs> that instrument maker and namesake Hugh Manson will remain at the company as a consultant. Yeah, Hugh and Dottie Manson, our son Charles, lives in L.A. Uh, Bellamy recently upgraded his custom Manson by having a plug-in synthesizer, the Arturia Prophet 5, built directly into the instrument. Uh, Bellamy opted for the upgrade so that he could perform a track called The Dark Side on the group's current tour without having to rely on a computer. It's I'm the best guitar player in the world. Yeah. What? No idea what that was. You don't know what that's from? No. Oh, it's uh, Pick a Destiny? No. It's I'm the best guitar player in the world. Yeah. No, I don't know. Steve Buscemi in the beginning of Wedding Singer. Oh. Ah. Think about yes. it, guys. Think How about this? It. Tommy Lee has fired back at uh, Courtney Love. What happened? After she called the crew's recent biopic, The Dirt, the dumbest Netflix film ever. <laughs> In a new question and answer <laughs> answer session with uh, Interview Magazine, <laughs> Love recounted a day when she had three girlfriends over for massages saying we watched the dumbest Netflix film ever called The Dirt. It's so stupid and vile about women and just effing dumb. Uh, she continued saying, we all got our bodies worked on and just watched this white rapper named Machine Gun Kelly, who plays Lee. And we just made jokes. I was like, when's Ozzy going to snort the ant? And then within seconds, he snorted the ant. Then the Nikki Six character was like, I have a new girlfriend. She's sweet. She's wonderful. And I was like, and her name is Heroin. And two seconds later, they said, her name is Heroin. Well, after news of Love's comments went viral, Lee took to Twitter to slam the musician and actress, writing, hey, Courtney, when's your movie coming out? Oh, wait, never. Love is actually. Good one. She's oh, yes. actually acted in several movies. She has, like, yeah. and, and she's been nominated, and uh, she's been the center of at least two documentaries about her time with uh, Kurt Cobain. But that said, I really enjoyed the I dirt. Liked it. It's exactly what it's yeah. supposed to be. Most of it is, from what legend has told us, is true, and it's it's meant to be an over the top dumb. Yeah. that time in rock. Yep, exactly, and it was. A circus time in the world of rock music. Now, listen, they embellish a little bit with how things played out yeah. for cinematic purposes, if you want to call it that. And they even acknowledge in the movie that they changed things. But, but for somebody, me, at that time, who was trying to act like people like that by being in a yeah. cover band and acting that way, mm-hmm. dude, that's the crap that went on. It really I, it really did. I watched it all, and I, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Listen, I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I didn't think it was a very well done movie. It's, yeah. It, I it, thought it was like, you know, kind of. And there was it was on Netflix, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think maybe if it was a little bit better, it would have had a maybe a theatrical release. But Yeah, if it was in the movie theaters, I probably would have gone, wow. But it was mm-hmm. on Netflix. So it's yeah, what it but, needed to be. Yeah. Uh, it, while seemingly a hit with fans, The Dirt currently has a 39% critic score from 66 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. But fans on the same side have given the film a 95% audience score from over 6,000. <laughs> so the people that like it, like it. That Courtney Love laugh is one of my favorite uh, <laughs> drops that you play, Case. And then one last story, newly released, is Bruce Springsteen's latest archival set, East Rutherford, New Jersey, 092212. Uh, the September 22nd, 2012 East Street Band concert was the final gig of a three-night run at East Rutherford, New Jersey's MetLife Stadium. MetLife Stadium, and it was uh, rain-delayed by a couple of hours, resulting in the show starting late, stretching into early morning hours of the boss's 63rd birthday on September 23rd. And in addition to the Who's crowd... Who's good? In addition to... Andy, who's good? I'm Yalkawai! 
In addition to the crowd singing happy birthday to Bruce, uh, the show features such rarities as Born in the USA outtake Cynthia. Uh, uh, yeah, also... Uh, Born in the Cynthia! Also, uh, Janie, don't lose it your... It was late. <laughs> Janie, don't lose your heart. Uh, it's a hard... Wait, it's hard to be a saint in the city, into the fire... Covers of Wilson Pickett's In the Midnight Hour, The Isley Brothers' Twist and Shout, Creedence Clearwater Revival's Who'll Stop the Rain, and Gary U.S. Bar. plans. <laughs> Everybody eats shrimp. It's, it's really late. The tosses across the boards and the chicken part plays. <laughs> Five midgets playing the cymbals. And I say, holy... I take my bone to the pet store now. Ah, somebody get me a pill. I'm very tired. I'll go tie tie. It's just absolute stream of consciousness coming out of his coming out of his head at that Maybe point. Maybe we haven't found my phone anymore. Everybody have a party. It's time to leave. Now go sleepy tie tie. Sleepy tie tie. Uh, How, no. So when did it wrap up? At what time in the morning? Two, I don't know. What? Two in the morning. Two, Two in the morning. morning. Oh, yeah. That's a late one. Uh, so that is now available. It's part of his archival set. So. Did, do you see his uh, Broadway show? That, that's on Netflix. Oh, it is? No. Yeah. I should. It, it was good. It? Was it good? It is a lot of talking, okay. with mixed, but but well done. Um, he's actually really a compelling talker, uh, a narrator, I should say, to his own music. And um, I, I liked it. Did you see it, Nick? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. No, I, I want to, uh, and I'm glad I didn't pay $600 a ticket to go see it on I know. On for Broadway. Christ's sake, it's so well covered with this thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Casey, I, I read recently that there was a bit of an online war, if you want to call it that, it, mostly joking back and forth between Fish fans and Springsteen fans. Because oh, no kidding. There was um, uh, somewhere along the way, um, the Guinness Book of World Records credited Bruce with the longest show of all time. And Fish fans were oh, like, no way. Uh-uh, exactly. No way. That's no, exactly they, dude, what... they played... From midnight to sunup in uh, Florida on uh, January first, two thousand. So this ire that you're expressing right now is exactly what Bruce uh, Fish fans were going through when that when Guinness said Bruce had the longest show. I mean, that was like, uh, and that was just one set. Okay, well, that hang was, on a second. Yeah. How long was Bruce's show? I don't supposed know. Supposed to be? I don't. I just read fifty the- hours. Because midnight to sun up, I mean that could be six hours. That's a long time. A lo- you know, but, but that was just one set. I mean, the the show. Actually started uh, before that. I'm like not all pissed off about it. But, no, but it just fish but, fans <laughs> took exception to this. Yeah. Guinness Santa Santa Santa. Santa. Yeah, <laughs> trying to pretend like I'm not. Shut up. So uh, anyhow, you want to check that? It is available now. So, there you go. Okay. Uh, that's music news. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get letter for the word of the week from Pierre when we return. So stay close by and I'll get you all the details. Be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're right in a good spot. Not too bad at all. Um, I would thank guests on the show, but it's nothing but us. And uh, congratulations again to 10 years. Yeah. Uh, Nick Murphy celebrates his 10 years with the President so Steve cool. show. Uh, and uh, that is today. So it's it's pretty great to have fun. We thanked him with a Fitbit. We did. We said thank we you. Did. Here's your Fitbit. Uh, no, it was, a, it was a new contest Casey had in mind. 
And it was uh, browsing for prizes? Yeah. It was It was uh, first and last. Yeah. No. <laughs> what do you mean first and last? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't Wasn't think you guys liked it. No, no. It was no. Fun. We it took was... it out for a spin. We have things to refine. One of the things that we would have preferred is that what came up was had specific rows. Because a lot of times on Amazon shopping, the Fitbit, because Fitbit is the it is a product line in and of itself, mm-hmm. it, it, it presents in one straight column. Yeah. So if you if you have different items that are of from different manufacturers, then it goes across in rows. And so that would have been another level of the game. Mm. So you would have said, okay, how many rows down, how many how many columns in? Yeah. Well, couldn't do it because Fitbit is its own brand. Got it. We'll figure we'll it out. We'll refine it. Someday we'll get hey, it. Hey, look, they didn't get the first space launch right, right? They didn't? No. Things they blew did. up. They did lots of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pierre Robert is uh, in the studio. Hey, man. Greetings. Nice to see you. Nice to see you kids. Nice to be seen. Yeah. Yes. Did you have an enjoyable weekend? I did. Cool. Weather was just beautiful. It was the weather was here. I wish you were beautiful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know how you could have said it more incoherently. Well, that's actually a song by Jimmy Buffett. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's exactly. a song. Yeah. <laughs> the weather is here. I wish you were beautiful. Nice. Um cool. I wish I was beautiful, but the weather was here. You are. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. You are beautiful. Thank you. Uh, so shall we do the letter of the day? We missed it last uh, on on Friday. <laughs> I was just so funny. I was in the other room. I was yeah. right next door. Yeah, bad enough if I miss it on a good day. But then I was there, and then I wasn't there. So I just came. Then there was that time I came in, thinking, "All right, it's time for the letter." And you were just going into music news. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm going. <laughs> it happens. That's never happened. I mean, that's... well, our schedule's so damn erratic. You never know when we're gonna be. Uh, Beginning or but I finishing? was convinced. You know, well, well, when I'm convinced, I've got it under control. That's when it, something's wrong. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah I know what is. you mean. All right. Well, we'll do the letter. So okay. here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter B, as in beautiful. All right. That B is letter number one of five, and we'll have a word by the time we get to Friday, and if you know it and you're the right caller, you'll win an Omni Air-powered hockey table from Royal Billiard and Recreation. Royal Billiard and Recreation has everything you need for this Father's Day. Darts, air hockey, foosball, skee-ball, or golden tee golf. Or maybe go big with that hot tub that they've always wanted. Maybe he, maybe dad, you know. That's all good stuff. Royal Billiard, Roy, I can't say Royal Billiard. Royal Billiard and Recreation, your ultimate game room store. Visit royalbilliard.com. So we will give that away on Friday. Good things in store for today? Great things. Awesome. Thank you. Do tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. the things. Mill um, teeth. The things will be a Workforce Blocks of Lincoln Park and The Who and Incubus. Uh, I've got a great song that I didn't get to on Friday that I want to get to, and the vinyl cut, so it's going to be a fun day. I love it. Thank you very much, Pierre. Pleasure. And I want to thank our sponsors, Preston C. Shows, brought to you today by uh, Winter Airport Park, and the fastest way in and out of Philly International. Also, Armor, Metals, and Recycling. Uh, for all your metal and computer recycling needs, and also Chorus Photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve show. As we are leaving, Casey is giving me some more movie screening passes to give away. Oh, should I just do the rest of these? Yeah, if you want. All right, uh, movie screening of Men in Black International. It's tomorrow night, seven thirty at the UA King of Prussia. You will need to be there by seven o'clock, and we'll take ten callers and give you movie passes now. 215-263-WMMR. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, my friend. Bye-bye. 
The Preston and Steve Love You Hate You Line. To the guy on the turnpike who keeps trying on hats and slamming on his brakes. Thanks, buddy. Next message. I want you, girl. Next message. Thank God for the weekend. Lovely weather, but you, Monday. You. All I'm doing is mixing mud. Can't do with this. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. Hey, my name is Nate Bender from Checkpoint XP, and if you like video games, you should subscribe to the Checkpoint XP Daily Podcast from B-Pod Studios. On Checkpoint XP, we talk about the biggest stories in gaming, like the loot box controversy and the U.S. government getting involved with regulating video games. We also cover the latest news in the growing world of esports, like Nate Nanzer leaving the Overwatch League and joining Epic to jumpstart the Fortnite esports scene, or Tifu suing the esports organization that represents him phase clan and checkpoint xp gets access to some of the biggest names in video gaming and geek culture like sam regal from critical role and one of the best smash players in the world hungry box of team liquid so if you want to keep up on the latest in the world of video games make sure you're subscribed to the checkpoint xp daily podcast for new episodes monday through friday Find us at bpodstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.